Last week, we had come back uh, to Iron Fang at the start of book five, did a bunch of wrap up for book four stuff and setting up the story for book five. A lot of role play, a lot of information got tossed around and uh, there was some interpersonal uh, relationship building developments that occurred between the party as well. And uh, everybody seemed to have worked out some some differences and they're all on the same page, ready to move forward with the adventure. And after being debriefed of the uh, location of the Sardonic Shard by Carburton, you spent some days in Kragadan buying stuff, uh, ordering things and preparing, and then you teleported to Fort Trevally, spent a day there talking with Cobb, getting an update on how the rangers are doing. And then you moved deeper into the Fangwood. You found a dwarven runestone and performed a ritual there to link it to the aura of the Sardonic Shard and you chipped off a piece which would kind of tug in the direction that you had to move. And you were able to get deeper and deeper into the blight and the further you went the stranger things became and you saw increasingly horrific sights with eyes showing up on the the trunks of trees or on mushrooms and weird slime coming off of vines and very unsettling things you have long since passed beyond the outer boundary of the blight and at this point you encounter a new site amid the sickly trees stands the smoldering ruins of a miniature village built along a muddy creek searching the ruins you easily identify them as belonging to small sized creatures of some kind anybody who would like can make a knowledge nature check I don't have knowledge nature. Well, then you can't make it. I also lack the knowledge of nature. Come on, Jessup. Jessup's going to cast a spell first. If Jason will allow it. Investigative mind. Sure. I can just roll with advantage then. All right. So that's going to last for, what, 140 minutes. Okay. All right. So let me roll twice with advantage. Nature, nature. Oh, crap. Well, natural... 20 for 34 or a 30. Guess I yep. didn't need it. Both of those would have surpassed the DC 18. Jessup, you are able to identify this village as most likely belonging to a community of quicklings. Uh, you know that quicklings resemble short and slight elves and are generally quite wicked fey, known for their unmatched speed. Uh, anybody who would like could also roll a survival check. Oh, I can do one of those. I'll roll to aid somebody. Wait, wait. maybe not. Do I not have survival on Orin? Is that not a class skill? You can still do it. Oh, okay. And you rolled a natural 20, so. Here's my plus zero. Go. Eight. I, I didn't even aid. So 28. Eight. So... Oren, uh, you are actually able to, as you guys are looking around, you're able, you're able to pick up some tracks. So again, this is this village, this miniature village has been ruined, and you see 
massive clawed animal prints in the creek's mud. And if you point these out, everybody can kind of look at these and you can roll a knowledge arcana check. Ooh, I can do that. Knowledge <laughs> arcana, 35. I'll aid Karen. I auto aid. I'll also aid. 37. Karen, you, looking at these tracks, you are able to identify these tracks as belonging to a bandersnatch, a devastatingly powerful first world predator. They resemble tawny, six-legged great cats with wicked barbed quills running the length of their bodies to the tips of their tails. They usually measure up to 40 feet in length and another 10 feet of tail and are usually about 12,000 pounds in weight. I was going to say, that is huge. 40 feet in length? Oh my goodness. So still, still not as big as those centipede things we fought in the one place. Those were... Oh, they that's longer? true. They were pretty big. Yeah, how big by by comparison? How big are those? Not chase? as big as those. This Not is probably the equivalent of probably a huge sized creature, and those were like colossal. Colossal. Okay. Still nothing I want to face though, so I'm gonna say we we look at those tracks and then we go the other way. With all of your checks, you basically determine that this was once a quickling village that had been massacred by a bandersnatch and your knowledge of both of those creatures would tell you that quicklings generally speaking stand zero chance against a bandersnatch and it is by no means surprising that the entire village was reduced to the state that it is looking around for anything left of value you can make a perception check if you'd like I don't have that well but I can still try 17 I'll aid Gideon. Hey, Gideon, look over here. I'll aid Gideon. Okay, with all of your perception checks, you are able to uncover the following items that were left behind seemingly in a rush and had not been destroyed in the ensuing massacre. You find four potions of cure serious wounds. You find three potions of good hope. And you find seven potions of haste. Huh, we don't need Jessup anymore. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> I'm glad I didn't buy any of those. <laughs> oh. And with that, you 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 do not see anything else of note in this village. It is just a portent of the destruction you think that you will likely see as you move forward. Any communities of Fae still in the Fangwood, you think, probably suffered similar fates to these quicklings. And as you continue onwards, deeper into the forest, you feel the tug of the runestone begin to weaken. You pick up your pace somewhat to ensure you cover as much distance as possible before the connection is fully eaten away by the Blight's corruption. The forest terrain around you continues to grow more odd, alien, and diseased, though also more stable. The trails and trees no longer seem to shift as they have up to this point, leading you to believe normal navigation might actually be possible from this point onwards. However, not long after making this realization, the runestone's power completely fades, leaving you to continue your, your search unaided. 
And uh, before we move to the first map, I would like to bring up a topic that I forgot to start with. Oren, what, if any, communication were you planning to do with Theros? I was going to send him just a message asking about the blight through that spell. What level spell is that? I'll mark that off. Sending is a fourth level spell. Um, But basically what I was wondering is, since it has been several days leading up to this, would you have been like preparing multiple of those and casting them continually? Because sending only allows you to speak in increments of 25 words. So in order to get more than like a summary text, mm-hmm. you'd have to send it like you'd have to come up with like 10 plus castings to get like a conversation going. Oh, goodness. So I just didn't know like. Were you under the impression that you were going to spend like maybe the entire day that you were in Trevali just prepare like seven of it and just and then every day after that just keep preparing it until you were done with the conversation or that would be the thought yeah I guess because that makes sense because what else would he do while he's at Fort Trevali yep I just wanted to make sure so I can I spoke with Andrew a bit and oh. uh, he had mentioned that you were you guys were unable to match up times so yeah. I have what I sent him and I can just, I'll just, rather than trying to come up with a way to convey this in 25 word increments and be super (laughs) annoying about it, I will just relay to you the information that Theros would be able to. Okay. So over talking with Theros, you would learn that the Dark Blight long predates any living resident of Crystalhurst. In a purely historical sense, you think the dwarves actually know more about it than the druids. However, the druids have more updated knowledge, as well as more practical experience and research regarding it. Most notable would be that humanoids and fae, not bound to trees, like dryads are, generally only risk infection after 24 hours of prolonged contact with blighted plant life. The dark blight is both a disease and a curse. Immunity to disease has no effect on resisting it. Removing it requires both Remove Disease and Remove Cursed cast at the same time. It spreads primarily through plant life and fey creatures, though it can corrupt other creatures too, albeit at a slower rate. The druids believe that the Dark Blight is actually a planar corruption of some kind, but have yet been unable to delve deep enough into the corrupted areas to verify this theory. Their research has revealed several practical bits of information regarding the Dark Blight's corruptive nature and how it interacts with spell energy. First, divination spells cast within blighted areas function only if the range is close, such as detect evil or detect secret doors, or if they function even if the subject is on a different plane. Spells such as legend lore and vision have been used to locate deeper areas of the Blight, but the true source of the Blight itself seems especially shielded and has never been located. Such spells are also always accompanied by a terrible echo of a woman's maniacal laughter. Massive clouds of spores permeate the skies above blighted areas. This hinders flight, both magical and natural. Within a minute of flying over such areas, creatures generally have to begin to resist uh, uh, basically fortitude saves or suffer one of several effects such as blindness or deafness or being sickened for a day. These effects seem random and grow harsher 
and harder to resist the longer one flies over the area. The They seem cumulative, even. So uh, the druids have found that Remove Curse relieves these effects, uh, though it took multiple attempts before they succeeded. The land terrain of the Fangwood has always been thick undergrowth, and blighted areas are even heavier than normal. Spending even a few seconds in, thick, in the thick of the blighted undergrowth requires creatures to basically make a fortitude save or be nauseated for several minutes. If this persists for more than half an hour, they generally ri- risk uh, contracting the Dark Blight themselves. Um, the Dark Blight generally begins to affect a creature one day after it is contracted. It slowly saps the creature's force of will and life essence, in other words, charisma damage, and leaves them nauseated until cured. If the creature's charisma is reduced to zero by this infection, it basically transforms into a fungal version of itself. You know that plant manipulating magic can still affect blighted undergrowth, but spells that diminish or destroy plants fizzle with no effect, hence why the druids have been completely unable to stop the spread of the blight. Teleportation magic functions within blighted areas, but cannot cross the border. So you can teleport freely once inside, but you cannot teleport out of the area, and vice versa. You cannot teleport into the blight from the outside. Basically, those trapped within blighted lands cannot escape via magic, though they can freely reach other blighted areas. Shorter range, less powerful forms of teleportation, such as Dimension Door, work normally. Teleportation that relies on plants, such as transport via plants or tree stride, also work normally, but generally immediately expose the travelers to the Dark Blight and leave them nauseated for some time. So that is the extent of the Druid's experimentation into the Dark Blight, and that is the information that Theros would be able to give you. See, and I thought it had something to do with planar stuff when the dwarf guy told us that stuff about the demon yep and and his bride or whatever i was like i wonder if they have because you you had mentioned he has his own plane the demon and i was like i wonder if it's like planar magic that's most divination spells didn't work either exactly so i was like i wonder if it's planar stuff that that's causing the blight that is the additional information that you get And with that, I can move you to our first map. And I will preface this by saying I hope this this works well enough. This map is a little bit bigger than any map that we've had so far. (laughs) So hopefully there are no issues. Just move you over to it. Let's do it to it. Let's make it happen, Captain. And I'll reveal the bottom corner here that you would see. This is where you are approaching from, the bottom left. I will also reveal the uh, compass, which is over here in the tree line. Oh, it's so big. I got to zoom out. Oh, my God. So big. Yeah, so I will say, normally speaking, when I'm making maps for this, they, like, if it's a, it's a, if, if it's like a five by five type size for a square, they're like 40 by 30 cells. I've had some that go up to like 70 or so if it's like every square is 10 feet. This one is 252 by 176 because every square was 30 feet. So this map is very large. (laughs) So you guys can place yourselves in the bottom left 
where you are approaching from. Are we coming in back where Kieran's at? You are approaching from that direction, but you can make it up to basically close to the edge of where the fog of war is. But yes, you will be little tiny ants on this map. If you zoom out all the way, you might not even be able to see yourselves. So hopefully this uh, doesn't pose problems as we go forward. So I will reveal the first wide area that you see, and I will uh, begin to describe what you see. Fully in the grips of the Dark Blight, this clearing is surrounded by looming trees covered in withered bark, viscous slime, and crisscrossing ropes of sickly green fungus. Between the trees stand enormous mold infestations splattered with black mushrooms. Furred fungus and filth carpets the clearing's floor, and the scent of vegetation, vegetative decay and rot permeates the air. As you guys begin to enter this clearing, you're looking around, and again, this part of the Fangwood is fully in the grips of the Blight, the Dark Blight. As you guys are kind of walking around and looking in this clearing, some of you get like an unsettling feeling, like you're being watched. Uh, You guys can all make a perception check if you'd like. Oh, I would like. Indubitably. Gideon, what's that maybe over there? 28 from me. 18. Uh, 19 to 8, Gideon, and looking. Oh, boy. Natural one, nice. <laughs> Love it. Mm, love it. Be Kieran, though, with my aiding. You're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> you guys are able to locate the source of this unsettling feeling. Across the clearing from you, there is a tree. And this tree has several small eyes embedded into its trunk, and those eyes are carefully following all of your movements. It's got like a little scrawny hand reaching out. So where, where its eyes just all supposed to be in like the bark? They're and just stuff. kind of like all over the place on all the stalks and everything. It doesn't appear to be moving because it, you know, it's a tree, but it, the eyes are following you. So, like, are the eyes in the tree, or is it just yes. a lot of things? Like, no, there's the it, the eye has trees. The tree has eyes. Gotcha. The <laughs> eye has trees. The, the eye has trees. Eyes. <laughs> yeah, the tree has eyes. I'm going to go ahead, Jace, and cast a little bark skin action. Okay. You immediately contract the blight. Immediately. Oh, well, that's what I get. It's actually blight skin. Kieran's going to grow his wings. I know flying isn't great here, but just in case. Just don't go above the canopy. Right. And I'm sorry if you said this, but the canopy is how high up? Uh, I did not say, but you'd probably start to hit the canopy at like the 60 foot range. Okay, so there's still like room for me to zoom around in here if I needed to. Well, there's plenty of space in here where there's like open clearings, but pretty much nothing in this entire area is like open sky. Pretty much everything is under the canopy because the trees are just so big and so tall. Okay. All right. Sounds fair. So I'm going to just standard action, pop those bad boys out, and then I'll be good to go. All right. So what do you guys decide to do? Turn around and leave. 
So if I look down, if Gideon looks down this away, like down this this huge path here to the right, how far further can he see if he steps up, or is that the height to of his the vision? right? Yeah, uh, to over the, here. Yeah, to the east. Mm-hmm. It so from where you're standing, you can see 270 feet in that direction. <laughs> 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 okay. Is it dark? It's dim light, I would say, for the most part. So like you can see, but like once you once you get like several hundred feet away, it's it's hard to pick stuff up. Well, good thing I'm a half elf who's got low light vision. Yeah, you can see twice as far as everybody else, which puts you right at <laughs> <laughs> That's so funny because it which puts you right right here same spot yep <laughs> all it is is a giant compass over there guys it's fine it's no big deal yeah, it's just there's a big a giant compass. compass it's actually that's the source of the blight is that compass yeah so i guess we just gotta rip the band-aid off and we gotta just head in a direction so kieran's gonna be cautiously like walking this way i mean i don't even know which way we need to go but i mean do we go the other way where the tree is not with weird eyeballs or but do I we feel go like up? that's what they want us to do who's they the People. the lord of this game wants <laughs> wants us to go the opposite way of the tree that's watching us yes i don't know what you're talking about i want you to go that way go go this way go so let's play along with way. the adventure go this way yeah that's the way we're gonna yeah. go yeah. What's what is the worst that could possibly happen? Yeah. See, the thing is, if I see something that's scary, I don't turn my back to it and walk away from it. I want it to stay in my view because I don't want it to sneak up behind me. So I think I'd rather like deal with this thing rather than have it like follow us. And then if we get into a combat, it's right behind it's us. It's a tree. It's not gonna follow you. Want me to shoot you. it with my arrow and have it charge at us, trunk and all? I mean, what's the worst can happen? That's a that's a fair point, uh, Kieran. Let's press forward then, and uh, Gideon will walk towards the tree. Ooh, ooh, Gideon, wait, come here, come here, quick. and we all hang back. And I go there quick. I go there to Jessup quick. Gideon, you shall not falter, and Jessup will give him heroism. I will not falter. Hey, he's got heroism. He can go do his thing. Invigorating. That's a different spell. Did you bring enough heroism for the rest of the, the oh class? Oh my goodness gracious. <laughs> oh great. Get wrecked. Second cast. <laughs> Jessup looks at Kieran like, eh? Perfect, guys. I appreciate it. You guys are the best. I will shame you into buffing me. <laughs> so as you go over that direction, are you heading like to the tree or are you like heading to the path next to the tree avoiding the tree itself i'm like watching the tree with my eyeballs as opposed to what <laughs> and i'm walking up the path for now and everybody's falling behind him yeah i was gonna say i almost want to inspect the tree a little bit and see what's up with it but i don't know right about here i'd probably start veering over yeah but i'm marching behind uh gideon probably about 20 feet behind him how does it react to me walking this close to it? The eyes continue following you. They sometimes blink, but they never look away. 
you can make a knowledge nature check to identify the tree if you want. Sure. I, I swear to everything, holy Jason, if you go, it's an oak tree with <laughs> eyes on it. It's actually a willow. That's a nice willow tree that you're looking at. <laughs> See here. I will use one of my advantages. 22. Okay, with a 22, you're not sure what this tree is exactly, but it looks like a tree. Jessup squints really hard. Hey, guys, I think that's a tree with eyeballs. That checks out. That's about about what I gather looking yes. at it. Thank you, Jessup. That's really helpful. Excellent observation, Jessup. Thank you. And I'll walk towards Hey, I know it. you guys are making fun of me right now. <laughs> Are you sure? It slowly. Well, my 41 cents okay. motive, I think, says yes. The tree, it doesn't look <laughs> blighted, right? It just looks like a regular old tree, or is oh, it? Oh, everything here is blighted. Oh. There's a perfectly good path over here. If it's blighted, we're probably going to have to fight it. It's a tree. Does it have legs? I know my perception is low, but as we get closer, do we see a health bar pop above the tree? <laughs> you see 12 health bars. Oh, crap! Oh, no. I'm getting out of here! Um, I guess, like Kieran said, we shall march forward. Go get a Gideon. What we didn't realize is that as soon as we stepped into this clearing, fog walls blocked our exits. Yeah. Denoting this as a boss arena. Yep. Miyazaki strikes again. Boss music plays. So, uh, which path are you taking? Uh, there's too many choices. I think we go closer to the tree. Yeah. Let's take the road by the tree. Maybe it's a friendly tree. Yeah. When Gideon gets here, he'll kind of wave at the tree. Okay. It does not wave back. <laughs> <laughs> does it Does it blink at any kind of indication of... Oh, many, many of its eyes blink. There's so many eyes on this tree that there's almost always something blinking. It's not unnerving at all. Okay, once you get there, uh, I need everybody to roll initiative. Ah, of course. <laughs> we no, walked right into that. <laughs> <laughs> the stationary tree got the jump on us. <laughs> Surprise round for the tree. Uh, yeah, that's it. that only seems fair. You yeah. didn't see that coming. <laughs> didn't see the tree. Oh, the big no. menacing eyeball tree. Apparently, Kieran was walking right towards it, but still didn't expect it to jump out because I only got an 11. All right. So we've got a 20 from Gideon, an 18 from Jessup, an 18 from Orin, but Jessup has the higher mod of... Oh, by a lot. Oh, yeah. Yeah, by a lot. And a 19. Uh, And then an 11 from Kieran. All right. So round one of combat. We have the tree uh, who actually beat all of you in initiative. Wow. With a 21. It was just waiting for us to get close enough. So the tree is going to do a full attack against the dude who walked in its reach. So that's going to be three attacks against Gideon. And you are flat-footed. Yeah, whatever. I am. Thank you. So let me just make sure that it doesn't have any special stuff going on here with these attacks. All right, so the first tendril that whips out at you is going to miss with a 25. Yeah, it's going to miss with a 25. Second tendril 
is a 33 against flat-footed. Gonna miss. And then it is going to, with one of its trunks, it's going to try to slam you, one of the thicker branches, uh, again with a 33. Also, uh, it's still a miss. And then it is going to five-foot step over here. Oh yeah, it moves, it moves. See, I wanted a five-foot step towards it. And that uh, will then bring us to Gideon. (laughs) What a ridiculous situation. (laughs) He's going to five-foot step back and cast some shared wrath against that thing. Okay. Uh, That uh, does the thing where... Okay. Yeah. So everybody gets wrath. That does not stack with heroism, correct? It doesn't. It's a morale bonus. So yeah, so it's things, so. it's higher than heroism, but it does not stack with heroism. Kieran, Kieran wasn't benefiting from heroism, so it's fine. And a move action. Oh, I can start an invocation. Destruction. Is that your turn, Gideon? Yeah. That'll bring us to Jessup. Jessup. Jessup cast haste, and then inspire courage, and Jessup will. Um, use a, so he'll do haste as a move, or a swift action, or no, it's gotta be move action. Or, not, I'm sorry. Standard action haste, move action for inspire courage. So he'll just five foot step. That'll be his turn. Okay. After Jessup, we have Oren. I'm going to begin casting a spell. Okay, that brings us to Kieran. Okay, I'm gonna experiment. I don't know if this thing is fire resistant or not, but trees like to be set on fire. So not that they like to be set on fire. I I don't think they do. That doesn't sound right. Usually it's easy to set them on fire. So I'm going to... The purpose of tree is to be fire. To be fire. I'm going to try my staff of fire and use two charges to cast a fireball on it such that it doesn't affect my allies. Is that thing full of charges? I mean, it should be, right? Yeah, yeah. I pumped it full of charges. So. Oh, I forgot we had that. Yes, we do. So it's only going to be the minimum 5d6, and I can't remember exactly what the reflex save. It's probably like a 13 or 14. It got a 23 reflex save. What? Because Bendy's around. <laughs> yeah. So. Fun fact, not its lowest save. What? It's a tree. So seven points of fire damage, but this is more just an experiment to see if it affects, if it's affected by fire or if because it would normally be vulnerable to fire, maybe it has something that gives it protection against fire. Uh, You cast your fireball at the tree and you can see that some of its stalks kind of bend over almost like a shield and block a lot of the fire. Uh, It does look like it's been burnt. It just doesn't. It just doesn't look like it was a significant amount of fire damage. Okay. All right. Then that gave me some information. So I think I will probably five foot step diagonally backward and that'll be my turn. All right. That brings us to the top of the next round and it is the tree's turn. The tree is going to five foot step (gasps) and full attack Gideon. So the first tendril, another 33. It's very consistent. Very, very consistent. Uh, That is lower, and then the slam is a 39. And that that is a tentative crit. 
Okay, I love that game. Go ahead and do your Natural one to confirm. Okay. So it is a hit. I had a lot of things in case it was a crit. It's not a a crit. Uh, So you instead just take 15 points of damage, and I need a fortitude save. I don't know why it's rolling twice. Twice. My my mouse, I think. I'll is... take the second roll, which is the three. Really? <laughs> okay. Uh, no, uh, natural twenty. You succeed. Uh, nothing seems to happen, but um, your skin does kind of you get goosebumps where it hit. There's like a reaction, Ooh. a physical reaction from where it hit on you. Oh, I don't like that. You're getting gooseies. Yeah, Next physical up, reactions. Over here unseen by the rest of you due to its natural invisibility in the forest. Oh, a shambling mound. Another creature appears and will make a full attack against Orin, who is flat-footed because none of you saw this creature. So this will be four attacks against Orin. So the first slam is a 31 to hit. You're flat-footed. Are you 100% it's 31 uh, yes. Dang it. That hits. That's exactly my flat-footed. Oh, cool. Good to know. I'm Telling not. me there's a chance. Second so do I have slam. to roll to see if I keep my spell? Yeah, I guess we can do that one at a time here if you'd like. It's based on the damage. Yes. So you take 18 points of damage from the Half. first attack. Half. So, so both of you take nine. Yeah. Yeah. Which means you did take damage, so injured while casting, the DC is 10, plus the damage dealt, plus the spell level. So this would be 19 (laughs) plus the spell level. (laughs) Okay. Okay, so it's a level 7 spell. Okay. So DC 26. Ah! Alright, I got it. I'm good. 32 now. For now. The second slam is a tentative crit uh, with a 38. Yep. To confirm, probably not. 26. No, you're flat. No. So it does not confirm, but it is another hit. Yeah. Dealing pretty decent on the damage here. That's max for 19 points of damage. So you'll take 10, Gideon will take 9, and uh, you'll have to make another concentration check. This time it is DC 27. You're still good. Third of four slams. (laughs) Oh my god. Ridiculous. That's a... 32 to hit. That hits. No way he passes his... I don't want to jinx it. I have a 19 concentration check. That is 17 damage, so you will take 9, Gideon will take 8. And again, it's a 26 DC. Again, you're fine. It's going down. (laughs) The numbers are going down, but you're still fine. I have rolled a 13, a 12, and an 11 in order. So... You might get me on this one. <laughs> the final slam <laughs> is a 35 to hit. Oh my gosh. Dealing 15 points of damage. So you will take eight. Gideon will take seven. And this time it's actually going to grab you. It's going to attempt <gasps> to grab you. So against your CMD, 33 against your CMD. Yeah. Even for a hardy dwarf. Yeah, my CMD is only 29. So you are grabbed, which pulls you adjacent to it, uh, and it has constrict, so roll your concentration on the 
uh, hit that got you. Yeah. And then we'll have to do one more for the constrict damage. Oh, 37, yeah, it went up that time. So the constrict damage is it's 19 points of damage. So you'll take 10, Guinea will take 9, and I need one final concentration check. Oh my god. Buddy, do you just want to take all my health? <gasps> Does that still pass? So you took 10 points of damage. Yeah. The DC was 27. So you hit the DC. So yeah. You, oh, yeah. On the nose. Barely, oh, on the oh, nose. Oh, look at that. Five <laughs> concentration checks to keep my spell. You're making wizards around the world jealous. <laughs> right. Not only did you pass five checks in a row, but you are still alive after getting <laughs> hit five times in a row. Wizards, five I fear you. Yeah. How does that Divine work with, um, built different. with that because of the whole like casting while grappled? Yeah, so that'll be fun. It'll be it'll be it'll be nice. It'll be cool. You're yeah, casting so... a summon spell, I imagine. Yeah, it's a summon um, spell. So it's gonna have what components does it have, Jace? Okay, casting a spell while you have the grappled, grappled or pinned condition is difficult. It requires a concentration check. 10 plus the grappler's CMB <laughs> plus the level of uh, the spell. So that will be on your turn to see if you can maintain that. Yeah. Um, it's possible. Is probably it? not. Yeah, probably not. One of the rolls you did would have succeeded. Was probably it the, the 37? 37. Yeah. yeah, probably the 37. So I so got to get like a 18 plus on the it's die. It's probably the 30. Right. You have to hit it at a specific number. But that is its turn. Gideon, it is your turn. You are looking at this tree and all of a sudden you feel a series of blows to your body through shield other. And you look over and you see that uh, Oren is in a situation. Yeah, he is in a situation. We're going to divine weapon. Which will add some nice flaming damage. And then I will also cast Grace. And I will move action. I'm hasted, yeah? Yes. Where Where is difficult terrain? Anything that looks remotely foresty. Gotcha. Is also blighted terrain, so keep that in mind as well. Oren, you are just on the edge. Remind me how blight will make me feel sad. If you spend too much time in a blighted area, you will be, uh, you have to make a save or be nauseated. And if you're nauseated for too much time in a row, you have to save against the blight itself. Okay. I don't want to do that, but I am going to go there. Okay. So that is a standard action, divine weapon, move action, swift action. So you are good. Moves us down to Jessup. The forest is your enemy. Oh, no, things are not going well. Uh, Jessup will check down a, another round of Bardic Performance. He will maintain and then he will peer over to Kieran. Ah, Kieran, not sure what you can do, but you better do something. <laughs> and I'm leaving Jessup, it all to you. Jessup will run over to Kieran. Alright, time to try this one out here. And he will cast Unshakable Zeal. Hey. Ooh. There's a lot of crap on there, Sarah, so knock yourself out. Oh, okay. So if you fail something, you get a bonus to do it again. Yeah, so effectively a plus one bonus. Yes, because that would supersede heroism and supersede wrath. Yes, because shared wrath is a plus three. Don't forget, shared wrath is only against the tree. Right. So. Okay. Yeah, and then 
it does give you bonuses for other stuff though in addition to yes. attacking so that's the biggest thing yes with fear and emotion stuff, saves yes. and etc etc okay you have a lot of confidence in Kieran you think he's gonna fail he probably will no I just want you to have unshakable confidence yeah in the event that you do fail you're very unlikely to fail in the future I you know now you make me feel bad about casting this spell you know just do it do whatever <laughs> you're not gonna use it anyway right uh, is are there anything else you'd like to do, Jessup? I have exhausted all of my actions. <laughs> then we will move on to Sir Grappled, Oren. <laughs> Sir Grappled. Go ahead and give me a check. I don't want to it. concentrate on the spell that you have been doing so well on. Oh my ah! gosh! A five on the die. Yeah, finally rolled <laughs> a five. Just so, Oren, you get hit by all of these. Uh, vines slam into you and you're able to continue chanting you push through the pain your hands are moving just like they should and as the vines grapple around you and pull you close one of them latches onto the arm that's giving the somatic components and wrenches it downwards and the spell fizzles you do still have your full turn though you are grappled but uh, you can otherwise do what you would like I guess I'm just gonna try smacking the creature in the head with my weapon. All right. Die, creature. So, because it is grappled, the 25 will hit, and the oh. 33 and 34 will also hit. Oh, so sweet. roll your damage on the 34. Okay. So f- and you are attacking with... Uh, okay, that doesn't matter. Bludgeoning. Yeah. And this is just... Uh, just bl- There's no, like, uh, energy damage going on here. No. Okay. So um, all of those attacks hit and you can feel that you are denting into these vines. Some of them even tear apart through the force of your strikes. Uh, But the creature does persist as you might expect it to. And that brings us to Kieran. All right, Kieran is going to try to Scorching Ray, the one grappling Orin. So I know this is firing into melee, so it'll be a minus four touch attack. And I have four, no, three rays. So three touch attacks at a minus four. Right in Orin's face. Yep. Yeah. You hit him instead. Yeah. So a 16 against touch. That will hit. Okay. A 21 against touch and a 19 against touch. Yep. All of those will so, hit the creature who is a lump of vines okay so i think this is um yes i think this no yes this is programmed right so it's effectively 12 d6 42 fire can you tell me what those are individually please it is seven and nine so 16 on the first it is 13 on the second and it is a 13 on the f- third. Okay. You see these three rays bolt into this creature, and uh, there's a sizzling sound from some of the vines, and you get the sense that these vines are filled with liquid, and the fire, like, while doing some damage, was significantly reduced. Okay. All right, good to know. I learned information about that one too, and uh, that is my turn. Okay, brings us to the top of the round. We got the tree. 
the tree is gonna do well can the can the tree do that thing no the tree can't do the thing that the other thing is gonna do okay don't like don't like that the one thing is gonna do the one thing but the tree is gonna do a different thing sure yeah the tree's just gonna full attack you because yeah. it's a tree you know so first attack is a maybe a 36 oh Oh, I have to roll pretty good to hit you. I mean, I got a it's, a... it's a decent enough chance. So one of the tendrils will hit you. The second tendril, uh, that's going to miss. Uh, and then the slam uh, is the 38. So one tendril and one slam. So the tendril will deal 18 points of damage. And the slam will deal 20 points of damage. Wow. Uh, and I need another fortitude save against the slam all right 24 on the fortune save gideon as the creature slams into you you feel your skin begin to prickle underneath your armor and okay so this is an immediate onset okay okay just reading some stuff don't don't worry about it shut up i'm nothing but worried about it oh my gosh okay what too bad Gideon only paid $200 for a diamond. Interesting. We will see how this goes. <laughs> I have my own diamond. Step one of the initial effect, you take two points of wisdom damage. Step two of the initial effect, you are nauseated. Stop, man. I'm not in the mood to be nauseated, bro. That is it for now. I'm going to get swallowed. Moving on to the other creature. It is going to do the other thing. So once per day, this creature, it unleashes a cloud of spores. Uh, let me just make sure it's not centered on itself, because it might be. It might be centered on itself. I'm going to say it's uh, centered on itself, because that just makes more sense about this. It's uh, funky, because it's not part of the creature ability. It's part of a template that's on top of the creature, so it's in a different place. Yeah, these templates aren't always described very well. So I'm going to say, for uh, the sake of simplicity, it is centered on itself. Which means uh, it will only get Orin, unfortunately. Bye, Orin. Bye, guys. You have your diamond, don't you? I've got three. So let me redraw this so that it's uh, centered on itself. So, Orin, you find yourself inside of a cloud of spores. I think for simplicity's sake, we'll, say, we'll hold off on any saving throws for the beginning of your turn. But that's where you are. That's where you're at. Moving on to Gideon. So I will take a single move action to there, which will provoke. It will provoke. It, it, it will indeed provoke from L Tree. And Gideon will explain that he's already gotten sick with something. He feels off. L Tree misses. That's it. You only get a move action when you're nauseated, right? Like that's the real okay. bad one. Is it? That's a question mark at the end of that sentence. Um, you only get move actions, yes. I think you get one move action. So we'll say that the save that you did was, well, how does that, how do we How do we do that? Because technically you save every round, but you'd be saving twice this round if we made you save right now. So um, we can either do it on its turn or I can just wait until the beginning of your next turn to save. I think that's what I'll do. I'll just, the beginning of your next turn, the top of the turn, will have you save and see if you shove off some of the effects. 
Gotcha. Well, is, so, is the onset is immediate? Yes. Gotcha. I don't remember how that works, but I don't care. I'm not really. sure. I, I don't really care to look into it, so we're going to play it this way. It's in your favor, so. Yeah, exactly. So that's why I'm not going to raise a fuss. Jessup, it is so. your turn. Oh, gosh. I don't. Can I tell what's wrong with Gideon? You can do a heal check if you'd like, but a, without sorry. knowing the creature, it's going to be hard. Yeah, uh, Gideon okay. would only be able to explain in brief, you know, as soon as he got hit each time, his skin got prickly and goosebumpy, and now Ooh, he feels I don't know if I want to touch that. Sick. All right, stand back. We'll see what I can do. Uh, guess move action. Jessup will pull out his bow. Five foot step. I guess he'll take a shot at that thing that's holding Oren. Okay, yeah, you can make shots at it. So, fire into melee. I will swift action arcane strike. So, I guess I'll just take one shot. Ugh, not Natural one for one. 18. Oh, no, Oren, I shot you in the back. We'll miss. <laughs> hits Oren. Since you didn't activate, or, yeah, didn't activate the precise shot, you hit Oren in the head, and he dies. Oh, no, I didn't activate my ring. My bad. Oren, that brings us to your turn. Oh, yes, we need a save from you at the start of your turn. Go ahead and give me a save of some kind. It is a fortitude save. Is it a poison spell or spell-like ability? It might be. It doesn't specify in my summary, but the ability is called Poison Spore Cloud. So probably. Which makes me think maybe. <laughs> probably a poison. Okay. So if you were being, you know. <laughs> well, it'd be a 30 yeah, if it's, it's, it's a poison. A poison. So 30. Yep, a 30. You seem to be okay. Uh, you're, you're still inside of it, so that's not great. But uh, for the time being, you are able to uh, avoid breathing in too many of these spores. And you may act as normal. I'm going to try and smash it in the head again. Die! All of those will hit. Just die! So 19 plus 17 is 36. So 56 damage there. All right. You said, was he, is he inside? Did I miss something? He's in a cloud of spores. He's still oh, okay. within range of your sound thing, but yeah, okay. he's in a, I, just a bunch sure. of spores I, th- I thought there. like for some reason he'd gotten eaten and I missed that part. No, nope. no, no, no. I was saying he was going to swallow me, but he hasn't yet. Yep. So okay. It's fine. It's another 15 damage. All right. So you hack away at the creature. A significant number of vines begin collapsing onto the ground. Uh, it's still grabbing you, but uh, you feel like you've you've hurt it quite significantly. That brings us to Kieran. Alright, so I technically can't see the mound, because the, the spore cloud is probably obstructing vision. It says nothing about obstructing vision. I don't think it's thick enough to count as a, a like a fog cloud. <laughs> that, that would be a heckin' lot of spores. <laughs> if, if it was obscuring vision. Oh my goodness. You can see normally. Okay, so... I will... The thing goes before Oren, doesn't it? Yes. Shoot. Oren just went. I know, I didn't do this in time. Rats. I was going to try to liberate in command to see if he could get out, and I got distracted oh. looking up something and didn't yeah. do that. With It would have made a difference, so... Yeah. I guess I will instead try to lightning bolt the tree... But I'm going to use my Cloak of Long Shadow for the first time, and I'm going to split the damage type and have half of it be the original lightning, and then the other half be cold. Okay. Just to see if 
because we haven't, we didn't get any information on this. I just don't know. <laughs> so many of these things are resistant to elemental stuff. So I'm just trying to see if anything's going to be effective. That was a play way of saying Jessup screwed up. Thank you. No, I, I mean, I don't have knowledge of nature. I can't roll on it. So I have no idea. So, Jason, it is a reflex save. The DC is 18. Ooh, there's a chance. And 22. Okay, so it'll be half. I'm just trying to think how to split this up. So, 5d6. I mean, you can just roll all the damage and half of it is... But 10 of it is specifically electricity from my bloodline. So it'll, we'll have to subtract 10 and then... Okay. All right. So 29 halved is 15 and 14. So 14 is cold and then 25 is electricity. Okay. So you fire this off at the creature and it it seems to take that damage. Again, um, it did not appear specifically resistant to fire. It's just you dealt very little fire damage. The cold and electricity seem to affect it equally. Okay. So it doesn't seem to be particularly resistant to any of them. It's just oh, okay. All right. So you're not saying that like they that he's resistant to both in the same. No, measure. I was describing okay. the fire in that you only dealt like five points of damage. So ah. I was like, it doesn't look like it did a whole lot. I see. Okay. And this one, it's like like it's it's the amount of damage that you might expect. It's just that it saved, so it was much less. I see. Okay. Well. Okay. Yeah, and I guess that will be my turn then. That brings us to the top of the rounds, which is the tree. If you charge, you can double move, right? Yes, you can. <laughs> it's gonna charge. Be right, right here. And it's gonna hit you, Kieran, with a slam. 26. Uh, my AC is 27. Natural 20 would have hit. Yeah, it would have. And that was with the charging bonus, too. Brings us to the other creature over here. It's going to try to constrict you now that it's already done its spore cloud. So to maintain that's uh, 35. So yeah, that'll that'll do it. So you will take... That's 25 points of damage. So uh, Gideon will take 12 and you'll take 13. And uh, that's its, its full turn, which brings us to Gideon. Who needs a fortitude save, yeah? Yes. Natural one. So you take one point of wisdom damage. So three total points. Yes, and you are nauseated. And nauseated too. I just wanted to make sure. It says only a move, and I assume that that really just means only a move, so no swift or free or anything like that. Yeah, I think the idea is that you're you're basically like keeling over and retching. Yeah. 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 So he's gonna walk right past uh, Jessup as he stumbles that aways and just rushes. <laughs> okay. The tree will try to hit you. The tree misses with a 32. Awesome. I love it when the tree misses with a 32. That brings us to Jessup. Jessup will just try to put that down if he can. Alright. Make your attacks. Jessup will... Oh, so he'll, he'll maintain performance. I didn't say that. And then Jessup will swift action arcane strike again. Cool. And then he will, I think, is it a free action if I want to use my ring of Krakadon? I think the ring is a swift action. 
Oh, it is. Okay. But it so lasts will... for a minute. Okay, so I'm going to activate that rather than Arcane Strike. Okay. So I will not have to have Precise Strike there. All right, so I don't have Fire into Melee, at least. Yeah, so you don't have to worry about uh, any penalties from firing into Melee. Uh, so that gives you a, a pretty big boost. Uh, 29, 31, 29. All of those will hit. And last damage is another 11. 32, okay. The creature stumbles, but it is on its last legs. Uh, oh my still goodness. Up. Oh, it has legs! <laughs> yeah, it's two little vine legs. Yeah, and then By just... By little, just I mean super thick vine legs. Go five for step. Okay, that brings us to Oren. Uh, I need one more save, because you're in the cloud still. And I would like to try liberating command on his turn. Nani. Can I do it at the start, or does it have to be at a certain it's an immediate point? action. You can just, just, just okay. So, Oren, you can roll, I know, escape artist, but with a plus 20 bonus. <laughs> okay. Hang on. This is against <laughs> its CMD, yeah? Yeah. It's unlikely, but I wanted to at least try it. I have a negative 10 escape artist. Oh, I didn't realize it was that bad. Okay. Not yeah. doing that again. <laughs> well, that gives you a plus 10, though, doesn't it? Yeah, so at 18, I rolled an 8. Oh, that's with the plus 10. Yeah. Yeah, that's unfortunately not going to succeed. That's it not going to do it. It was definitely possible. Mm. It's going to have to be better than, than that. Yeah, it is kind of dumb that the spell like requires it to be a escape artist, and it can't be just right. like a bonus to your CMB. Because you can use either of those to escape a gravel, right? Yeah. Uh, yeah. So it's just weird that you can't use either with the spell, but... I mean, it is a first-level spell. Yeah, but it's not that power powerful at low levels. Like, I don't know. I don't think it's too much to ask. 34. 34. You are still fine inside of the Spore Cloud. Okay. Would you like to surrender? Yes, I give up. Okay. Okay, so what I will tell you, the 35 hits and is enough to put the creature down which means that you would have a move action because it only took you a standard equivalent to uh, defeat the creature. It was heavily wounded already. Okay. I'm going to move down here and regroup. Okay. That brings us to Kieran. Okay. Kieran will drop the Staff of Fire, pull out his glaive, five-foot step, and make an attack. All right. So my attack, I just clicked. I didn't mean to click both. So the first one is a 39 to hit. 39 will hit the tree. Okay, so it's 24 slashing damage, but three of that is acid. So I don't know okay. if acid makes a difference. But that seems to affect it equally as the other elements. Okay. And I whispered Jason four extra damage for me. Cool. Four whisper damage. So 28 damage total? Yes. All right. It looks like all of that went through. You cut through some of the branches and uh, the tree shudders, but it still continues on. And it's the tree's turn. So the tree is going to full attack you, obviously. 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 So this is going to be first tendril, say 34. Uh-huh. Second tendril, 31. Yes. And then the slam at the end, 26. Yeah. No. <laughs> I, I actually wanted the slam to hit, so that's unfortunate. Uh, but you do still take 
so 16 points of damage from the first tendril and 15 points of damage from the second tendril. So that's 31. Mm-hmm. So yeah, so you take 31 points of damage and then it will five foot step back. And that brings us to Gideon. Another fortitude save? Yeah. 23. And just to verify, all of those note bonuses, are they included or not? The plus two from Vitality is. The other one is not. Does Vitality just, in 100% of the cases, supersede the other one? I guess it would, wouldn't it? Yeah, interesting. 23 will fail. So you take two points of wisdom damage. Yeah, Uh, just to make sure, the Cloak of Long Shadow, that's a plus two bonus, right? Yes, it's a Cloak of Resistance plus two. Yep. Uh, so yeah, you take two points of wisdom damage, so you're at five, uh, and you are nauseated. So you can move if you want to. He's just going to five foot step and keep retching. Right on, Orin. <laughs> no, I don't like it. So that brings us from Gideon to Jessup. You have one foe remaining. Oh, no. Although for all you know, every other tree in this place is just like all these, which is terrifying, but... So Jessup will five foot step up. Um, I'm going to drop performance. No, I'm not. I lied. I'm going to maintain. Okay. And swift action, arcane strike this time. I am within 30 feet for point blank shot, and I still have my ring of Kraken activated, so <laughs> go with nuts. Uh, 33, 33, 28. So the creature is no longer taking a penalty from charging, but all three of those will still hit. And then do my last damage. And this is a bow. Okay. Correct. Yep. So your arrows hit the trunk of this creature, and you see that like it does shudder from the impact, but it doesn't look like it's terribly hindered by the arrows, as you might uh, expect. They they don't hit a whole lot of area on the tree, I'll just say. So you think you've, you've dealt damage for sure, but... Uh, not as much as you might have expected. And did you get the nine for my discordant voice too? I did, yes. Yep. So that that probably threw at least. Yeah, that seems to. And uh, you already five foot stopped. So that will bring us over to Orin. Orin, you are outside of the cloud, so no more fortitude saves required from you. I'm going to cast an instance of heal on Gideon. Okay. So you cast Heal, and that will pretty much bring him to full hit points. Take away his condition and the ability damage? Yeah, so Heal takes away ability damage, a nauseated condition. Okay, so you get 140 hit points, and you're not nauseated, and your ability damage goes away. All right. Thanks. You got it, pal. Get in there, slugger. And you can move as well if you'd like. Uh, yeah, yeah. Let's 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 do a move. Let's let's move here. Okay. And uh, that brings us to Kieran. Okay. Kieran will five foot step and full attack with the glaive. All right. So the first attack is a twenty-five. That rebounds off of the thick trunk, the bark, just uh. You bounce off. Natural two. Second attack is a 30. That will pierce the outer skin of the tree. 
Okay, and then the haste that that attack. Sir. Don't forget the second attack would have gotten additional bonus from my unshakable zeal. Oh, because it yes. missed? Okay. The first one did, yeah. So no, you don't know. get the bonus for the next one because you hit, but... Yeah, that's all right. But hasted attack is a 38. Yep, so two of those attacks do go through. Okay, so first attack is 23 damage, five of which is acid, and 20 damage, three of which is acid, and four from Discordant Voice. Yep, still stands, but uh, two of its branches get lopped off. And six more grow back. <laughs> that brings us to the creature's turn. The creature is going to full attack you because uh, you're the only one that's easily accessible and a threat. And trees are highly intelligent, as we all know. Actually, the tree does have an intelligence now that you look at it. That's interesting. So, full attack. First tendril is a 35, 34, and then a 38. Do all of those hit? Yes. Okay. So the first tendril does 18 points of damage. The second tendril does 19 points of damage. The slam does 20 points of damage. 20? 20, yes. Okay. And I need a fortitude-ness save. Okay. Fortitude save is a 23. All right. With a 23, you feel your skin begin to prickle. And you take one point of wisdom damage and are nauseated. Okay. Uh, but that is its turn. Brings us to Gideon. I need a fortitude save. Natural one. Gideon, you take two points of wisdom damage and are nauseated. This is going very well. He's going to pull out an antitoxin. Actually, no, I take it back. I'm looking through just to just to verify and heal does say that it heals diseased and poisoned so take that back you're good nice i was gonna say it's messed up if heal doesn't actually cure well I had, skimmed, I had skimmed through them real quick and i was like okay blinded confused <laughs> level six spell <laughs> come on you know i saw nauseated and i was like okay okay stunned yeah 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 and i i skipped over the diseased so i was like okay so it heals him but he's like no I'm going to charge. Ooh, that's going to provoke. That's provocative. 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 Natural one's going to miss, though. I've got heroism, courage, haste, wrath. Yeah, wrath supersedes heroism. Yep, it does. And you get a plus two from charging. Yep, we got that in there. All right. Goodness gracious. 44 to hit. That will hit your target. So 23 points of damage. It looks like not a whole lot of that went through. There's a couple of things on that damage. 1d6 of it was fire. Okay, so that went through. Okay. Yeah, so you hit the tree and you feel like you are just, you know, hitting a tree with a mace. Yeah. You you kind of splinter the outer bark, but, uh, you know, it's, it's a tree. So uh not a whole lot of that went through but uh, you do see that you have s seared the area with uh, the fire damage uh, and the sound of course goes through so you dealt damage for sure it still stands that brings us to yes up oh boy just a full maintain and then i'm moving over here uh and then just will cast a spell on the tree ew it's going to go ear piece and scream i'm going to yell at it oh a fortitude save you say do trees have ears? 
Let's just take half damage of 5d6. Listen, this tree has eyes. I bet it has ears. Well, a natural one fails, but, you know, its bonus is plus 17, so it has to roll a natural one to fail. It's possible. Uh, and it does, it rolls a natural 20, so that's a 37. <laughs> you scream, and uh, the tree seems to shudder slightly, uh, but still stands. And that's your turn? Ah, uh, yeah, moving standard spell, yep. That brings us to Orin. I bet you guys didn't expect trees to have lightning reflexes as a feat and improved initiative. This is a fast tree. Is this what actually dodges lightning from the sky? I have no idea. It seems very odd to have those feats. Well, it passed its fort or it passed its reflex save on my lightning bolt, so yes, it does dodge lightning. I'm going to move here. You can technically do that without provoking, so I will allow it. Okay, I'm gonna cast another spell. Yeah. You can do that defensively, right? Am I within its range? It seems to have quite long range. It's it's a swift action. Does that still provoke? No. Cold ice strike. Alright. It gets a save though, right? No? Maybe? Yeah, reflex half. Okay. Uh, that is a 14, so it's probably going to fail that one. Yeah, that's that's a fail. You would have needed a 20? Yes. Oh, he could have hit that if he tried harder. So that's, that's probably going to hurt you. Yeah, we'll see what the roll is. 14d6. Oh, does it go up that high? Yeah. 1d6 of cold damage per caster level. Yeah, maximum 15d6. Yeah. So I'm almost to the maximum. So that'll be 52 points of cold damage. You throw out your hand and cast this uh, cold ice at the creature, and you can see the entirety of it just kind of flash freezes, and uh, it ceases shatter entirely. I like it. Yay. Holy moly. And after about seven more rounds, the spore cloud dissipates. But I probably need to keep rolling, don't I? Yeah, yeah, you do. So on your turn right after Orin, give me a save of the fortitude variety. Now, Jason, is that the same saving throw? For like, or just rolling for the same thing? Yes. So Siren's Shake of Zeal should work for you on that. I should get a plus four bonus on this. Yes. Which will not stack with heroism or wrath. I don't. Well, wrath, wrath shouldn't have been on there anyways. But, no, no, wrath um, doesn't cover saves anyway, and I didn't have heroism, so. Okay, so yeah, you get the full, full four. Twenty-four is not gonna do it. DC is twenty-five. Could I? Well, are we still initiative? Because technically, I could drop performance. Well, I was gonna say because that was a swift action. If I hadn't moved as far, I could have just moved there and still done the same thing, and then use remove disease. Yeah, I'm gonna say you since you since you didn't move there initially. Yeah. I overshot it. Yep, I overshot it. Uh, and Kieran goes immediately after Oren. Yep. So this would happen right afterwards, unless you have like an immediate action, Jessup. Yeah, I can save in finale. Okay, so yeah, if you if you want to do still that, performing, so I was gonna, I was going to drop performance for the, at least this roll for Kieran. Yeah, if you want to do that, does Kieran get the plus four again because he failed? I don't. Oh yeah, because he failed again. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, because it's every time you fail, you get the plus four on the next roll. And so because even though he failed with the plus four, it's plus four again. Oh. So go ahead and re-roll your fortitude because he's doing his finale. 25. <laughs> 25? <laughs> 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 Happens to be the DC of, hey. of the thing. 
So you take no more penalties this round and you are not nauseated. So everybody has, you know, after Kieran, we get to Gideon and then Jessup and Orin. So you guys have one turn if you want to do something about this. You, you're, you still have the thing ongoing. It's just you have one successful save to it. Oh, no. I'll give her an oxy, <laughs> an antitoxin, and I'll switch to an invocation of make it not be bad. Okay, so you expend an invocation to grant a sacred bonus on saves? Yep. Okay. Increases by, so two, plus two sacred bonus, and then antitoxin should be a plus five alchemical bonus, if I remember correctly. Yeah, that will... Yeah, that won't apply in the next roll, but if if I fail, I'm nauseated and I can't drink it anyway. So if I pass... I may be cured, so I would unless just keep it getting. Unless you're saying that you take a full round action to force yeah. it down him. Well, like yeah. A potion. But you'd yeah. have to pull it out first, so we oh, can't. Yeah. Could just use remove disease. Uh, but- yeah, you can do that on your turn. It's just Gideon is is uh, boosting the save. Yeah, I'll just boost the save. Then I can't. I can't pull it out and then give it to him to drink. Not it's in one round. turn, because it's a full round to administer it. So you'd have to. Move action in a full round. So, Jessup, is there anything special you would like to do before Oren gets to his? I guess, can I delay until after Oren's turn? Sure, if you want to, yeah. Yeah, I'm going to delay after until Oren's turn's done. So that brings us to Oren. Oren, you can do a remove disease if you would like. Doing so requires a caster level check. So 1d20 plus caster level against the DC of the disease. Okay. So I don't know if you're casting this yourself or using a scroll. So what is it, 1d20 plus caster level? Yeah, so are you using a scroll or your own level? My own level. I have it prepared. Okay, so yeah, that would be 1d20 plus your, your full. 14. I prepared two two instances of removed disease. Smart for today. Slash roll 1d20 plus 14. Wow. Oh. 19 is not going to be enough to remove the disease. Jessup's turn. <laughs> yeah, that does bring us to Jessup, who delayed. Jessup will start um, Inspire Competence to give everybody a bonus to heal checks. Okay. My turn's over. Brings us to Kieran. Give me a fortitude save without the plus four bonus because you succeeded last time. Yeah, and then did Gideon do the Purify Invocation? Yeah, he did. It's a oh, plus okay. two. So plus two. 20. Uh, that will fail. Oh, well, Jessup's going to use Saving Finale again. Okay. So you, you had restarted your performance? That's why I did Inspire Confidence. Okay, yes, okay. Nice. All right, so second roll, 18. Is worse. (laughs) Oh, boy. So you take two points of wisdom damage and are nauseated. Hmm. So I think you took one before, so you're at three now. Could um, use heal again. Well, Gideon would be up next. I'll administer the antidoxin. Okay. Then we would come to Orin. So, Orin, you could either do remove disease again. You could do a heal if you wanted. It's awful expensive to try another heal. So, are we... Okay, because this, this matters. This is a disease? Yeah. So, Seems antitoxin's like not going to help. I need antiplague. What I was thinking. Yeah. Oh, are they different? They are. Antiplague is for disease. Antitoxin is for poison. Like technically, you have not you have not identified it as a disease or a poison, so you wouldn't probably know in character. Gotcha. It is a disease, but yeah, uh, it works for well, it works for Gideon. So I have, so that way I would know heal would work to cure you because it it worked for Gideon. Yes, because that that heals both, so you wouldn't have to know. Correct. No, that was a 
a blip on my my side though. I would have bought anti plagues if I had realized that antitoxin was just one. Yeah, I have both, but I just don't have the actions to get it. To be safe, we're just gonna throw a heal. Okay. Yeah. So get rid of all that. Pretend it never happened. All that re- all that actually happened was uh, the expenditure of two high level spells. Yeah, only yeah. three, three high level spells, okay, two heals, good. and a cold ice strike, <laughs> and a remove disease. Oh, don't forget your uh, the monster making you lose your other one too. Oh yeah, and let's not forget my level seven summon monster. So that's yeah, fun. Yeah, that too. Jace, I had bought it, bought eight antitoxins. Would you mind if I sw- convert four of those to anti plagues? Roll me an intelligence check. Yeah, that's fine. <laughs> Hit a 10. Okay. Hey. Yeah. No, wow. a 20. 20. Gideon, nice. contrary to what you might think, is not an idiot. Well, he does have okay wisdom. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, he would know the difference. He also lives in this world, you know, so it's different. So, um, yes, uh, Gideon read the label when he bought it, and he's just like, hmm, this one doesn't say disease on it. And so he got something else. Well, I still want both. You never know, but that's why I've got four of each. So yeah, you guys are left in the clearing here. If you would all be so kind. No, stop it. It's not been that long. No. As to roll me perception checks. The trees. Ah. The trees. Are we still buffed at all or no? This would be uh, about a minute or so later. So I rolled a 29. Okay. So, not long after you guys defeat these two creatures and you begin healing and everything, you hear a voice. It seems like a frightened, like a high-pitched voice speaking very rapidly. What languages do you guys all speak? I think Jessup speaks it, but I don't know if the other three of you do. Is it Celestial? So Gideon, you have no idea what it is. It's not Celestial. Karen, you have no idea what it is. Justin, you have no idea what it is. Jessup does. Uh, And Jessup uh, rolled a high enough perception to parse out some of the words. It's spoken very quickly. But Jessup, it seems like a voice in Sylvan is speaking somewhere behind you guys. And it says, not the evil one's minions. No, no, no. Wendell thinks not. Allies then? Maybe. Oh, maybe, maybe. Wendell needs help, he thinks. Cannot stand against the evil one alone. Blight, death, pain, doom. Oh, but Wendell cannot trust. Should Wendell kill? Where, what direction was that, Jason? From when behind, you mean behind? You. Like, literally behind me? Yep. Like about, it sounds like it's some distance away, but it's, you know, behind you, like maybe 30, 40, 50 feet, something like that behind you in the clearing, probably. Uh, none of you see anything. Jessup will turn around slowly, kind of like hands up in a very passive uh, position. And he will, uh, I think I think the guy said Wendell, he goes, oh, I, uh, and he'll speak back in Sylvan. He goes, oh, Wendell, no, we, we are definitely friends, definitely friends here to stop the evil plague known as the Blight. Can I roll uh, diplomacy? Yeah, as soon as you speak, uh, you hear a voice go, <gasps> and then go silent. But uh, roll your diplomacy. Do I sense anything, Jason, within 30 feet? No. And one thing that is notable is, uh, Gideon, you rolled a 48. Um, you don't you don't know where this creature is. Wow. That's the best I could possibly do. I say that because it rolled a 
49 stealth. <laughs> a natural 19 on the roll. But it's talking. Yeah, but you can't see it. Can we hear the talking, but we don't understand no, you can, it? You can hear that. You know something's there. It's just you cannot pinpoint the location of any creatures nearby. So can I use my ring of true seeing? If you want to, do you want to do that? Yeah. Yeah, so you use the ring of true seeing. Let me just look up true seeing, make sure there's no range on it. And let me spell true wrong in many ways. <laughs> it's a four-letter word. How bad did it go? I spelt it R-U-E-T-E. <laughs> true. What a funny way to ask that question. It's a four-letter word. How bad did it go? <laughs> so the range of true seeing is 120 feet. So for the next six seconds, as true seeing is one round per use, um, you can use it three times, so you can use it multiple times if you want. But you see this. Oh, oh is that one of the oh. things that I can found I get earlier a, from the village? Is that a knowledge check? What that is that? That would be a knowledge nature check. I don't have that, and I'm the only one that can see it. <laughs> so for six <laughs> seconds, you see a very tiny creature standing about 40 or so feet away from you guys, being very still. Wait a minute. What is that? Jessup, your diplomacy check... Uh, after a, a few seconds go by, the creature drops its invisibility. Nice. <laughs> you see basically a, a rail-thin creature in ragged leathers with ashy blue skin, elongated pointed ears, long antennae, and uh, a, a long shock of unruly hair. And um, Jessup, you were able to identify because you did before. This is a quickling. Oh, well, hello there, little guy. Yeah. Well, we're here to stop the blight and uh, ran into these two angry plant things. Yes, I watched. I saw. What are you doing here? We went by one of uh, your clan's villages not too far back and didn't look too good. Yes, Wendell lived with his family in the woods. They were many quicklings and the, the other fae left them alone and they were happy together, but... They avoided the dark light for a long time, long, long, long time, but then terrible beast found Wendell's family. It killed Wendell's family. Wendell survived, but Wendell could do nothing. And then the his voice gets slow, almost uncharacteristically, given how fast he's been speaking. He says, it was Wendell's fault, but Wendell will have his revenge. Wendell will find the evil one's tree or die trying. Who's this evil one you speak of? Oh, evil one, Arlancha, the ruler of the blight. Oh, Arlancha, yeah, we we know about her. Yeah, we're gonna we're gonna try to stop her too. Oh, good allies then. Sure. Uh, Jessup will cautiously approach. What does he do? He just stands there. Jessup will rummage through his uh, bag and uh, he'll pull out uh, trail ration. And you you want something to eat? You look a little oh, thin. No, I'm, I'm fine. You sure? No, I'm, I'm good. Okay, all right. Just trying to be friendly here. These are my friends, and he'll point over. And he's uh, actually. Do, do you speak anything other than uh, Sylvan by chance? Uh, yes, I, I speak uh, other languages as well. Yes. Uh, what about like common, the boring one? Oh yes, I can speak that one. It's it's terribly uninteresting, but I can do it. Okay, no, that that's perfect. Uh, my friends back here, they're they're um, uncultured heathens, and they don't know many languages like we do. So, common it is. He switches over to common and says, "All right, if you if you if you insist." Friends, this is uh this is my new friend. He points and goes, "That's Oren, that's Kieran, and that one is Gideon." 
This this uh, young chap here is Wendell. Hello, strangers. Gideon will pick up his visor. Uh, so uh, he's he's uh, he's gonna stop the blight too. So wait, are we are we gonna travel together now? Oh yes. If if we are allies, then we will travel together and we will defeat the evil one and we will uh, rescue uh, the all of the the fae. So who is this evil one that you're speaking of? Oh yes, you don't speak. Uh, Arlantia, the the ruler of the dark blight, in her uh, tree, her 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 great blighted tree. That great tree doesn't have much eyeballs, does it? Oh, Wendell does not know. Wendell, Wendell has not seen the tree. So where are you planning to go on your own, then? Until you found us? Oh, yes. I had planned on stopping the evil one, but then found you rummaging around old uh, Quickling Village and decided to follow, and then saw you fight the blighted creatures and thought maybe maybe you were enemies of the blight and then maybe could be allies, but wasn't sure. Uh, and But... Uh, it seems maybe maybe allies. So how long have you been out here by yourself since uh, you know the untimely passing of your family? Oh, very long time, very long time, very long time. Is there any way, Jason? Can we tell if he's suffering from the blight? Uh, he does not look to be blighted. No, okay. you don't see any strange growths. Um, I guess his quick speech is slightly indicative of like a level of mental instability, but you think it's Jessup especially thinks it's probably just, you know, that's just the nature of quicklings. Uh, not that he's like gone insane or anything. So Wendell, do you know these woods? Well, Oh, I, I know the thing went very well, but I, I have not been in this area for a long time, not for many, 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 many years. Uh, the Blight took over, and uh, Wendell and Wendell's family were uh, avoiding the Blight as much as possible. But then when the creature attacked, we could no longer avoid it. And so Wendell will get revenge, and so he came here. But uh, it's been a long time, very different now with the Blight. Who? What's the creature you're trying to get revenge on? Oh, uh, Wendell does not know its name. It's a big uh, creature, many legs, um, uh, and uh, spines. Kieran will nod his head and say, does it look a, li- a little bit like a cat? Do you know what a cat is? No. What is a cat? Well, it's it's an, a type of animal. It walks on all fours, although this one does have more legs. Um, it is long, so it doesn't stand upright like you and I do. But Oh, yes. Very long, very long. And it, they tend to have pointed ears and a long tail. Very long tail, yes. Sounds like the creature whose tracks we saw when we first came in here. That does not bode well. No, it does not. So, Wendell, are you, you said your family was killed. Were you only with your family? You were not with any other of your kind? Oh, uh, Wendell's family is all of Quickling Village. Oh, okay. I'm... I apologize. I thought you meant just blood relations. Go ahead and give me another uh, diplomacy check, whoever wants to. Or you can do it as a party. That's fine. Now that the conversation's gone on for a bit. I prefer to roll myself. I will aid Jessup with a 22. I will aid. I'll aid. I will not aid. Orin will keep his trap shut. So plus four to my roll. 42. So you guys have spoken for a little bit. And... uh, since you've all kind of come here and none of you have made hostile actions and, and whatnot, he seems to loosen up a little bit more than before. And he says, well, not 
not all of Wendell's family was killed. Um, most of Wendell's family was killed, but some of them were taken away by the, the Blighted Fae, and uh, Wendell will rescue them as he gets his revenge, uh, especially Wendell's sister. Indeed. Uh, do you know where they're being held captive? Oh, they're probably being held in Arlanche's tree. Oh, well, I guess we're already going to be there, right? Might as well free the good old Fae. Yes. Do you happen to know which direction we need to go to get to this tree? Oh, no, 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 no. None of the Fae of the Fang would know where the, she lives. Not those who haven't accepted her uh, sticky, icky fungus love. But Wendell is smart. Wendell listens. Wendell knows that the serpent Nefexi is the evil one's closest ally. Nefexi controls part of the Blighted Forest, and Wendell cannot explore it without help. But Wendell knows where the Great Worm lairs. Oh, yes, yes, yes. He knows. He heard. It's east of here. Go east, and Wendell will follow. The Black Serpent is the evil one's lapdog, and a dog always knows where the mistress rests her head. Oh, Nefexi. We've heard that name before. Not looking forward to fighting another dragon, ironically enough. <laughs> yes, Nefexi's strong, smart, black, like spoiled blood. Yes, D dragon, yes. Yes, probably dripping acid as well, I would imagine. Oh, yes, 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 yes. Wendell is not afraid of big things, though. Not, not even dragons. Many pauses for me. Well, maybe Wendell is afraid, but only a little. Yes, very sensible Wendell is. So, Wendell, are you proficient with weapons? Can you fight? Yes, Wendell, 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 Wendell can fight. Do you, do you use weapons or do you cast spells or both? Uh, Wendell can, Wendell can use weapons when, when needs to. And you can see that he visibly, like, now that you're talking about actually fighting, you can see that he's visibly become, like, nervous and afraid. Do you have any supportive capabilities? I'm very stealthy. I can hide very, very much. That could be useful. He goes invisible. Now I can't see you. Yes, I think you should probably use that to your advantage, Wendell. If we get into a fight, it might be best for you to hide and get the jump on someone, you know, rather than try to charge an outright. Oh, um, yeah, yeah, may, uh, maybe Wendell. Can tries. you can you cast spells? Oh, yes, I can go invisible. Uh, anything else, like, arcane-wise? Oh, yes, and then he uh, conjures some dancing lights. Okay. So, <laughs> do you know how to cast a spell called Magic Missile? He just kind of tilts his head and he says, uh, I never heard of this. Oh, I can do this! And then he casts a spell uh, called Ventriloquism, and his voice starts echoing from behind you guys. Oh, that is useful, definitely. Well, Wendell, I would say that, uh, you know, do do fighting as you feel comfortable, but I don't want you to feel like you need to put yourself in harm's way. We're very capable ourselves, and, you know, I think we, we would be able to take care of things if we get into a bad situation. Yes, you are very knowledgeable in our group here, so you are uh, you're kind of the, the brains of our organization, especially here in the Fingwood. I would say you should serve as our guide. I know that you do not know the blighted areas as well, but if you're familiar with this forest, maybe maybe that will be enough. Ah, yes, I know. Nefexi is east. Do you know anything that's to the north and west? Those are other ah. options. No, it, well, it has been many years. I don't know uh, if anything that I would recall is still the case. Most my memories are from long, many years ago. Uh, Anything that might have been there is probably gone now and been replaced by some other blighted creatures. 
How long do they uh, usually live for, Jason? He's not pre-blight, is he? Yeah, so um, if you were to ask, he would say... Yeah, I, I don't know if it, it doesn't give me anything to go off of for age, so uh, I'm not sure that he would have been pre-blight. Let me see. Yeah, no, he, he is not pre-blight. So, like, if you were to, like, coax out questions, like, ask him some other stuff, like, if you were to be like, do you know of uh, the name, like, Gendowin that you guys heard that you know is definitely pre-blight, he would respond being like, oh, Wendell has heard of this Earth Princess, legend of the Fangwoods Fae, but, like, he doesn't, like, he didn't know her. He, all of his is hearsay. Was at least, um, in his lifespan, it's, like, did it has, was the blight always out this far, or just from when, you know, it had crept up since then? Oh, the blight has been in this area for many, many, many years. Well, I guess we will continue on, right, gang? Unless there's no other questions for a new fancy guide. Wendell goes invisible. All right. Well, when do we get to see you? Yes, Wendell, it's going to be quite difficult to follow you if you're invisible. Oh, oh, east, east. No. This way, and he moves the dancing lights eastwards. Okay, I guess we can follow the lights. Jessup will make sure he pulls out and has his compass on hand. Does his compass work here? Yeah. Like the, Okay, I just want to make sure it wasn't like magically goofed up or something. Yeah, so I assume that's why they put the actual compass on the map, is because they're assuming that you guys, you, you, you know the cardinal directions now that you're in the stable area of the dark light. Okay, yep, Jessup will just have compass in hand and... Jessup's gonna pull, or Jessup, Kira's gonna pull Jessup aside for a second, and in Draconic, he's going to say, or no, in Goblin, he's going to say, Jessup, do you trust this creature? Trust it more than the tree with a thousand eyes. Right, it just seems odd that it seems so eager to go towards where the dragon is. I'm afraid that we're being led into a trap. Can I get a retroactive sense motive, Jason? Uh, if you want to. 42. You sense that like he, he's very scatterbrained uh, but you don't sense any like hostility you think it might even be the opposite like he was invisible and he was so manic that like he began speaking out loud while invisible so you think that he, he's likely not like bluffing huh well I'm not sure I think there's any malicious intent with him granted I think he's a little scatterbrained but if he is leading us into a trap at least he'll lead us to where the big baddies are right I suppose so. I just want us to be prepared because if his story is true and if his sister is alive, it could be that he's being used to accomplish things in exchange for his sister's life. So he could be leading us into a trap, maybe not with a malicious intent, but because he's doing it at the cost of his sister's life. I guess we'll just need to be extra cautious. I mean, if you ask me, I still prefer him over our guide versus Mr. Slaver Grumpy Pants from the uh, Darklands. Well, I was less worried about him, actually, because we could trust that he would be honest. He came right out and said exactly how he felt about certain things and didn't leave anything off the table. But with fey creatures, what little I know of them, they can be tricky. And I just want us to be aware of that. Ah, uh, yeah, I remember Fort Riston and those fey. That was, that was good times. Yes, I look back on those times and don't want to repeat them. I will say retroactively, by the way, Jessup, you would know that as a general rule, quicklings are usually chaotic evil. 
You don't know if that holds true here or not. Kieran slashes him with his glaive, cuts his head clean off. What did Jessup do? No, not you. That's <laughs> 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 Jessup. Dude, <laughs> suck with your sense motives. <laughs> That's just a general rule. Well, Fae are usually chaotic evil, but, you know, it doesn't mean necessarily that he's in cahoots with uh, the evils here, too. Well, I'm, just, I'm not saying that we don't follow him. I'm just saying be on your guard and watch for anything that might be out of the ordinary. Okay, and then Jessup will turn to Orin and speak in Terran. Stay on your toes, Orin. If anything that happens, stay on your toes. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm always on my toes. That's the natural stance of dwarves. Uh, we walk on our toes. I mean, except for the time you got grappled by that plant monster, but I mean, other than that. You hear a voice in the distance saying, uh, uh, I don't mean to you know, rush you, but you're very slow. What language was that, Jason? It was in common. Oh, it was common again. Okay. Sounds oh, like I it's guess, several hundred feet away. Let's see. Does, uh, what, what languages does Gideon speak? Uh, Verizian, Celestial, and Taldane. So common. Okay. I don't have any of those. Yeah, no, he doesn't have anything in mutual common. He's just politely sitting there. He he is mildly perturbed that you're talking other languages that he can't participate in, but he understands why. And so he's just sitting there at ease, you know, just kind of watching the surroundings. Okay, so Jessup will walk up to Gideon and just look at Gideon and say, You know, Gideon, back I think when you were on last wall, you know how you stood side by side with brothers and sisters, all allies in your midst, and you could put your faith in them. Mm, yes, I do. Well... Just remember, you got to trust everybody around you, but keep your eyes always open in case, you know? He kind of winks at him. And he kind of says under a hushed breath, you suspect that the creature is not honest? What do you, what, I didn't say anything. He kind of winks again. And he nods very serious. All right, Ooh, then. What's the cool guy nod? <laughs> Draws his mace or his morning star. No, no, no. I'm just, 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 you know, just remember, always have a watchful eye. Watch like over there. No, gosh. the invisible creature, grabs him out of the mist and just beaches him. That's I it. don't think Malani would appreciate this. <laughs> yeah, no, he'll just lead the way. Okay, let's go. Okay. The east. Follow the dancing lights. Following the dancing lights. Gideon, that's to the west. And Gideon goes the other way. <laughs> no, just kidding. <laughs> Gideon says, oh, my bad, and starts going this way. He will remain vigilant, though. Just, I mean, there's nothing really to keep his eye out for, but he'll keep his ears out for any traps. Okay. You guys continue down the trail. Kieran's going to fly. <gasps> You're so fancy. He's not going to walk like a peasant. About how long do you think has passed, Jace? Since the since meeting Wendell, yeah, probably like ten minutes. Okay, cool. I've got bark skin at minutes or at ten minutes per level. So we probably lost haste. How long? Oh was yeah, hair was oh, yeah. haste is gone. Uh, hair. That's ten minutes per level. I believe. Yeah, I would say you probably have ten minute per level stuff. You probably don't have minute per level or round per level stuff. That'd be my guess, barring Jason's change of opinion. We were there for three hours. You know it. Well, he talked so fast, that whole conversation probably only took like two minutes. Two minutes, yeah. So, as you guys round this corner, you look into this another large clearing, and you can see that spongy black tendrils grow up and over the tumble-down ruins of uh, marble walls 
of a building that once stood in this clearing. Here and there, through the greasy fungus, bits of the former glory shine through in broken mosaics and gilded decorations. This looks like it was once maybe a palace that stood here, a glorious structure raised and outfitted uh, courtesy of maybe earth magic of some sort. And it looks like maybe refined by dwarven artisans, but it now stands, you know, beyond crumbling walls. And in the far distance, in the center of what would have been the, the I guess, the, the main chamber of this uh, ruined palace, the center here, you see what appears to be a very large throne of some kind of wood, it looks like. It's hard to see from this distance, but you can see in the distance, like it looks like a glorious peacock-like fan of branches and leaves kind of coming out from the back of it. I don't like it. I don't want to go further. I don't want to do it. I mean, we can always go home. Yep, let's do it. Let's it's go home. <laughs> it's always an option. So we don't see anything on the throne. We just see the throne. You see the throne and you see like peacock-like uh, branches and feathers and leaves. Not feathers. Where, uh, branches and leaves. It's in the center of in like, here. well, I guess it would be, I guess the throne would probably be positioned like further back in the room, wouldn't it? If it's like a throne room, it would be further back. Like in here? Yeah, it's in that main circular uh, area, yeah. but further in the back of it, yeah. Do we see, or do we know where Wendell is? Wendell uh, is going to maintain invisibility, but with your blind sense, now and then you can see him like blip into the edge of your blind sense. So, so like he's nearby. Okay, I want to whisper out and say, Wendell, come here. Oh, yeah. Oh, what do you, oh, what? Is this Nefexi's lair? Oh, no, 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 no. Look, 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 look. He points uh, in the distance. Is the seat of our former queen, um, uh, Gendwin. Heard legends of, of Gendwin and, and her, her palace. Um, this uh, is where the evil one stepped over her to seize power. The, the plant chair is s- strange, infested, yes, but not like the rest. Oh, uh, mm, Wendell can't put his finger on it. Uh, w- Wendell's allies might examine. Yes, 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 they, they, they should examine. I can't help but every time he speaks, feel like that's Dobby on crack. <laughs> right. It kind, of, kind of. I'm so suspicious of this guy. He's like those kids all over again. Oh my goodness. Here <laughs> we go again. I know. Here we go again. Listen, maybe the kids were oh, this guy. Your, your whole family was murdered? I'm suspicious of that. Well, I don't know. It's Seems like, likely. Your again. whole family? Like, Faye are known for being super tricky, and he's like, oh, you need to go examine this throne, and I'm like, ah, that's gonna explode. Hashtag not all Faye, you racist. I mean, on the whole, it's... <laughs> Maybe cast detect evil on him when he's not looking. I don't play those games. At this rate, we'll never get there. I was gonna say, okay, I just... You guys move, like, crazy slow. <laughs> yeah, I'm just gonna move up. I'm just moving up. I'm going to stay a healthy distance away from it, but use my perception to try to see what's going on in this like throne room area. So 21, just looking around these ruins. Yeah, you don't see anything, you know, crazy going on. It, it looks like it's been many years since uh, this place was its former glory. The ruins have been eroded quite heavily by both nature and the blight. Yeah, you don't see any movement. Can I detect magic in the area? 
yeah, you you can detect magic. You don't detect anything uh, particularly uh, interesting in the area. I look at the chair. Okay, so Oren and Kieran walk up into the uh, main central, uh, I don't know what you, I guess the best word for it is throne room. And uh, they get close to the chair to kind of examine it. And again, it looks like this is, I guess you guys could roll a knowledge nature to figure out what kind of wood this is made out of if you want. We look at each other and go, well, it looks like wood. Yeah. <laughs> no, no yeah, idea. So you two, you, you guys don't know what kind of wood the tree, the tree, the chair, the throne uh, is made out of. But it looks like it's a very elegant throne. But as Wendell pointed out, the throne does look like it's infested with the blight. Uh, so you probably stay a little bit clear of it. But once all of you like get in here to look at the chair you notice suddenly it goes very dark. And one second. Uh, none of you can see anything, correct? Nope. Just myself in a big black box. I can see my health bar. Yep, so as you guys are examining this chair, it goes supernaturally dark in this chamber. And I need everybody to roll me an initiative check. Yay! Like... So fast that I couldn't do the true scene again. You can try it on your turn, but it's it's sudden. Like it, th- this is like the moment after it occurs that the initiative would be. Oof! My initiative tonight has not been good. So Jessup got a twenty-seven. Oren got a ten. Ten. <laughs> a ten. Kieran got a sixteen. And Gideon got a 15. So let me sort that. So at the, so this, I'm going to say the surprise round is going to be the uh, casting of the darkness, uh, the deeper darkness spell. So we will just go straight into the first round of initiative. And Jessup, you're first. Holy crap, I can't see anything. It's by courage. So I will move action, start a performance, it's by courage. And then I can't see anything. So obviously me as a player, I can see out, but as far as I know, everything's gone dark. Like I can't see an end of... Yeah, so everything in this area is pitch darkness. So you are, like, you can't see a thing. Like you can't even see your own hand in front of your face. Um, so yeah, Jessup will move action, start performance, and he will standard standard action, uh, total defense. Because he can't see anything. Where is Frampton when you need him? It is Frampton. <laughs> it is Frampton. He's here to murder you. He turned into a fun guy. I know. I, I perception check. You hear something doing the worm. <laughs> the worm. <laughs> Do you remember oh, when no. Frampton was about to leave the party and he showed his true power to us? It just was like, oh, actually, I could probably one kill every encounter. So broken. Do. So broken. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. such a broken class uh, archetype. This school's a shadow dancer in the Underdark. It's so broken until it's immediately not, and you fight right. creatures that have the ability to see in darkness. So, Jessup, is that your turn? Yeah, I'm just. Uh, I'm not going to move. Um, total defense and inspire. Okay, on to the creature's turn. Oh my, this is involved. Oh, this is a free action. I don't like it. Oh my gosh, this is the longest free action I've ever read. Okay, so Karen, you have blind sense, right? I do. Okay, so you 
sense a creature move down from above. Okay. And it stops just next to Orin. And then suddenly out of nowhere, you are sensing creatures all over the place. You sense one right next to Jessup, one right next to Gideon, one right beside you, and then the one that you initially sensed getting down from above. And all of these creatures are going to, well, the one that moved is gonna do a standard attack against Orin, but the others are gonna full attack each of the other three of you. So you are all blinded uh, and uh, flat-footed. Okay, let me turn on blinded. There we go. Oh my gosh, that hurts your AC. Hmm, don't like that. Because none of you can, well, I guess, Kieran, you are not blinded because you have blind sense, so you're probably fine. But the rest of you, yeah, you're, you're blinded because you cannot see anything. So yeah, so the creature that's right next to Orin is gonna make one claw attack and you, so against your blinded flat-footed AC. Wow, that's a terrible roll. I can't imagine that a 16 will hit. No. No. So Kieran, this creature is going to full attack you, so five attacks, so. You do not get a plus two, by the way because of my blind fight. Unless these are ranged attacks. Why would I have otherwise gotten a plus two? When you're fighting a blinded target. Oh, I, I was gonna say they're not invisible. Okay. So that is a 30. Uh, yes, that hits. Second claw, 21. That misses. Tail slap, 15. Misses. First wing is a natural 20. Okay. To confirm with a 14. Uh, and then the last wing is uh, not going to hit. So what was it? One claw and one wing? Yes. Okay. So you take 10 points of damage from the claw and you take seven points of damage from the wing and bleed. What kind of bleed are we talking about? Are we talking seven points of bleed? What's the bleed here? How much bleed is this? Oh, bleed 2d6. Okay. Well, that's, pretty, that's a lot. Uh, you take six points of bleed damage. I guess that'll be at the top of your turn, so don't take that quite yet. Five attacks against Gideon. I'm just gonna roll these because you have a super high AC. 30 with your blinded AC, is that gonna hit? No. Okay. Uh, it might yes. hit like his armor or catch his shield, but. Yeah, those are the lower to hits, so yeah, those are. So those all miss. And then against Jessup. 27? Just nope. <laughs> Even blinded, you guys still have pretty high ACs. Well, I'm total defensing too. How? He had a turn. Oh, that's right. I forgot about that. It's a standard action to total defense. I forgot this still wasn't the surprise round. So that's a natural 19 for a 33. Now the tail slap, lower to hit 27. 27 missed before, right? Yes. Okay, so that's going to miss. First wing misses and second wing misses. So one of the claws hits you. So you, you still take 13 points of damage. That is all of their turns. Goes to Kieran, so Kieran immediately takes the six points of bleed damage that I mentioned. Okay. Start of, at the start of your turn, and then now you may take your action. Real quick, I didn't want to interrupt while you were all talking through all those. Could I get a perception check to try to figure out like where the attacks are coming from and guess what square they might be in? At the start of your turn, I'll allow that. Okay, sure, 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 sure. Okay, so I can sense that something is in melee with me. Yep, you sense that there is something in melee with all of you. Okay, so I will 
for your benefit since you can it's it's immediately to your right yeah i will grow my claws as a free action and then i will is it like within five feet where i could yeah it's right next to you right next to me okay so then i will do my bite and two claws okay and so this would have 50 percent concealment but you get to re-roll that i do yes okay and remind me my claws are still primary or they would be okay so they're all my claws are primary okay so bite attack is going to be a 30 to hit but i will roll 200 oh okay so that misses doesn't matter um and then (laughs) those both would have missed on concealment yeah and then 227 so those miss okay don't forget sarah you get plus four to your next unmissed all right 31 31 maybe so go ahead and give me the the two a 36 and an 81 okay so that will actually go through so roll damage on your claw okay 17 points of damage and six of that is acid okay so you feel hard resistance when you strike this creature uh your claws don't count as anything super special right like they count as magic maybe but that's it yeah that's it okay so yeah you feel strong resistance to your attack you think that like the electricity damage probably went through but it's it's acid it's not electricity why because i purchased delicacent gloves oh i thought that was like a special like your doing elemental damage with your claws no, 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 from like your no. bloodline. It's okay. my gloves. Um, yeah, the acid, again, it, that goes through, but the actual physical attack seems to have hit hard resistance. Um, did not okay. do much. All right, so yeah, so six of that was acid and then 11 of it was the physical damage. And that is your turn. That brings us to Gideon. Gideon, you can make a perception check. 33. Uh, you think that the creature is immediately to your right. Okay. We will two weapon fighting, full attack. Okay, so you have two potential hits. Uh, Roll me 50% miss chance. So the first attack is a miss, but the third attack, uh, the critical does not succeed, but you do hit. Okay. What is this shield? It's a shield, just a heavy steel shield. What is it though? Uh, Bludgeoning? No, uh, what's... I, I need to know what you're asking, Jace. Like, is it a plus two, it's a plus a, three? It's not a mundane does... heavy steel shield. No, it's a plus three. Plus Modern. three. Yeah. Okay. But yeah, I don't. That doesn't add to it's to hit though. But doesn't plus three make it count as cold iron? Or yeah. at, like that's what he's asking. Is it adamantine? Is it something that would bypass like, DR? Is the enhancement bonus plus three, not the total bonus? Is the enhancement bonus plus three? The enhancement bus bonus is plus three. The total okay. bonus is like plus six. So, yeah, you hit it, and at first you feel like there's maybe some resistance, but the magical enchantments of your shield seem to uh, impact with the creature, and uh, it looks like like you feel a solid hit. Nice. Is that your turn? That was a full round action. No okay. swifts I can do. Brings us to Orin. So I, I had asked earlier, what the what level does the true scene get cast at from the ring? Like How long does it last? Each time you use it, it's one round. It's a swift action. Ah, it's a swift action for one round. Okay. Yeah. So I'm going to do that. Okay. So I can briefly just reveal all of this. So this is what you immediately see. Ah. You see this creature right in front of you. Horrifying. I hate it. Love it. I love it. Hate I it. think I know what this is. Is this in the Pathfinder video games? 
It might be in the Pathfinder video games. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. Well, you don't see anything. I can sense it. So you know that he's right next to you. I guess I shouldn't say he. I don't know if they have a it. gender. Yeah, it is right next to you, and then there is one of them right next to everybody else. I'm going to attack the one that's right in front of me. Okay. Yep, and you don't have any concealment because of true seeing for this round, so you can just do a full attack. You're not blinded anymore, so you can turn that off for this round. For this round, yep. Yeah, and then if you use the other, the final charge of your ring, then you can maintain it, but otherwise put it back on. We'll see. So the 33 and the 37. Oh, shoot. I didn't well, know well, I don't know if I'm within range. I didn't see. Was I within range of Jessup's Inspire Courage anyway? Oh, yeah. There's no... You have to hear yeah. me. That's, there's not like a range. Oh, 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 okay. So I didn't have Inspire Courage on that. So what does that make that? What does that increase? Uh, I believe it? it's a plus five bonus now. Is it? Or is it uh, a plus no, four? four? I'm sorry. I lied. Okay, plus four. so technically that would have been a 31, a 37, and a 41. And there's nothing that you would have that would conflict with that bonus. You'd get like the full four bonus if you were to add it. Yeah, I mean, the only two thing I have, okay. things I have on is heroism okay. and... Yeah, just making sure. Uh, so yeah. that would make it a 31, you said? Yes, a 31. So yeah. Yes, all of those would hit. Okay, and that doesn't increase damage, does it? Yes, it does. It does. So plus four to the damages as well. Okay. Sorry. Sorry. And your weapon is just a plus two quaking dwarven warrior? Correct. It's a plus two quaking dwarven. So yeah, you feel some resistance. Uh, it doesn't look like all that damage went through. But some of it did. Some of it. And is that your turn? You can five foot step, I guess. But no, I'll just stay where I'm at. And I wasn't within 30 feet, was I? Uh, no, you're not within 30 feet of them. Top of the next round, Jessup. Jessup. Something's smacking me, guys. Jessup will maintain performance. I'm sorry, guys. I can't cast haste on you. Drink a potion. Drink, drink the potion. <laughs> drink a potion of haste. <laughs> Uh, yeah, Jessup is going to... He's going to attempt to cast this a spell defensively. It's a level 4 spell. So what's that? DC 23? Okay. Yeah. And Jessup casts Echolocation on himself. Echolocation? Okay. So Totally forgot I picked that up. So Echolocation gives you blind sight, right? Yes, it gives you blind sight with a range of 40 feet. So you can pretty much see just fine. Totally forgot I had that. And I picked that up specifically because that stinking Medusa. All right. So that's a standard action to cast that. Yep. Standard action cast. Um, pre-action to maintain performance. Jessup will five foot step up here. And um, yeah, I guess that's about his turn for now. That will bring us to all of these creatures. So... They're just all gonna full attack you, I guess. So this is gonna be five attacks against Orin, who is no longer blinded. Uh, that's gonna miss. That's gonna miss with 25. Natural 20 on the tail slap, but will not confirm with a 19. A 20 on the wing and a 24 on the wing. So one hit with the tail slap. Orin, you take six points of damage from the tail. And then uh, remind me that you are bleeding, so on your turn you will take bleed damage. Moving on to the one next to Kieran. Do we still have shield other, Josh, or no? Yeah, how much should I be taking? Three. Uh, he took six, so you both take three. And I'm bleeding. Kieran, it's a miss, and then a 33, 
Then a 26 probably misses you, Karen. Uh, that's my AC. Oh, 26 does hit. Okay. Uh, miss and miss. So one of the claws hit and the tail slap hit. So you take 11 points of damage from the, the claw and then you take seven points of damage from the tail slap. Now against uh, Gideon, miss, miss. I'm basically just going for a natural 20. Uh, and then against Jessup, who is no longer blinded, that's a miss with an 18. Well, what's what's the total bonus? Because my, my AC is back to a 27, because I'm no I'm not blinded anymore, but I'm not. Yeah, it, like, it, it, what, the, it, the attack was an 18. Oh, okay, gotcha. Well, I'm at 27, by the way, so yep. there you go. Uh, the second claw is a 27. Crap. The tail is a natural 20. <laughs> oh, no! The wing is a natural 20. Stop it! Actually, no, that would have been a confirm, wouldn't it? Darn. Ha ha! Well, okay, so the tail confirms, but the wing missed because the other roll was bad. And then the final wing hits. So one hit with the claw, critical with the tail, one hit with the wings, I believe. It's gonna tickle. So the claw will deal... 14 points of damage. Ow. The tail will deal 16 points of damage. And the wing will deal 11 points of damage. Ouchies. And you are also bleeding, so remind me on your turn. That was all of them. We move to Kieran. Kieran, on the top of your turn, you take bleed. You take eight points of bleed damage. Okay. And now you may do your turn. All right, so I didn't realize that I was back-to-back with Orin, so I'm going to five-foot step and full attack his bat creature. And is there, like, is it a knowledge nature to roll on these things? Yeah, these would be knowledge nature. Hey, r- real quick, Jason. Yes. Um, that one gets six health points back. Josh... Josh noticed my strength had a bonus in it that it should not have. Okay, it is at full HP uh, noted. That's fair. Sorry, buddy. (laughs) That's fair. Sorry, buddy. I got to look at that and I'm like, why is there a bonus in there? Where'd this come from? Why is there a temp bonus? I I would know. I was just just asking. No, no, no. Hey, good call. Good call. So yeah, he'd get get six HP back from my three. What is your base? Is it 18? No, it's 15 is my base. Oh, okay. Gotcha. Sounds like I should be asking that occasionally. Jessup, what is your charisma? (laughs) 18. Carry on. Okay. I'm going to full attack. So. Cool. I guess everybody else just assumed they had their weapons out. I didn't, but I guess I'll just assume I had my weapon out because nobody else spent an action to draw it. So I will do. What is it? Glaive, glaive as primary, and then bite as secondary? You're attacking Orans? Yeah. Then you don't want to get close to it if you're using your glaive. Oh, that's right. You're right. So then I, I would attack it, and then I could step up to do the natural stuff. Okay. Kieran's like, I want him, I want Oren to be flanked. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so... Be flanked, Oren. Be flanked. But again, how does that work? I can do glaive and iterative glaive... And then bite and claw at minus five. Yeah you, yeah, you do all of your glaive attacks and then you do your bite and your claw. Okay. So first glaive attack is a 36. Yep. That will potentially hit. Roll me two, two rolls of... Nine and... Or, sorry, yeah. 93 so, and six. Okay. Yep. Okay. 
So that's going to be 16 damage. So 14 physical or 14 slashing to acid. Okay, so not all that goes through. Okay. Second glaive attack is only a 27. That'll miss. First bite attack is a 19 and claw is a 24. Miss. Okay. So I'm right there. Yes. And that's my turn. That brings us to Gideon, uh, who is not bleeding. So carry on. Cool. Does he know that his allies are bleeding? Nope. You don't see anything. You don't know anything. You are... Are you even here? You don't know. (laughs) He he does know he's fighting. So he's going to go ahead and help his allies with an invocation of destruction as opposed to healing because he doesn't know better. All right. He will cast defensively a level three spell. So let me roll concentration on that, which will be a 21. Six plus, yeah, 21. Uh, He will cast Paragon Surge to give himself blind fight as he surges with ancestral powers. And then I will you, he will find his hidden strength to do a swift action attack. Okay. And no two-weapon fighting, yes heroism, yes courage. And that's it, right? Yeah, because you're only making one attack. And uh, I will have blind fight for this, though, too, which is kind of cool. Yeah, so you'll be able to roll twice on the concealment. Mm-hmm. 24 will miss, though. Miss it anyway. But I'm set up for next turns. That brings us to Orin, who will take... 10 points of bleed damage, and you may do your turn. Do we split the blood or no? It'd be weird for him to take part of my bleed damage. Uh, no, I don't think bleed damage. Yeah, yeah I was going to say that'd be that's... weird. I don't think that's how like, that works. Presumably the damage is because you're losing blood. Right, blood. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it'd be very strange if he stabbed. It'd be a little... He like, the bleed. The like, bleed. if it was a power just... like lifelink, then maybe you could argue... Right. But I don't yeah. think like that's if not. you were to play it like 100% rules is written probably but like logically speaking you probably shouldn't have that from all wounds and attacks I mean it's a wound <laughs> well it's the aftermath of a wound uh, yeah like it's not like itself a wound well it is a wound but you know what I mean I think it, I think it's weird we're not gonna do it I think it's weird. <laughs> That he would take bleed damage from me. I'm gonna. Yeah. <laughs> I love how Justin just like, nope, nope, that's weird. I don't accept any other rulings. Yeah. Nope. <laughs> weird. It's weird. That would be weird. I'm gonna. So you're, yeah, you're blinded now unless you do a swift action to do your final two sing. No, I'm not gonna do that yet because I don't think I need to for this spell. I don't really need to see for this spell. Okay. I'm gonna use Dictum. Okay. Yeah. Which has a 40 foot radius. There you go. Any non lawful creature within the area of the Dictum spell suffers the following ill effects. All right. Oh, so I suppose depends on. Oh, crap! I forget that some of you guys aren't lawful. Well, you're, you might be out of it. You might be out of it. Are you okay? You might not be okay. Range is 43. Oh, oh, sorry, I forgot that you're not lawful. I'm Gideon's, so sorry. Gideon's also not lawful. What? How is yeah. Gideon not lawful? He's neutral good. 
Okay, well, you guys are equal to me, so you're just deafened. Yeah, so it's no save. Oh, no, a successful will save does reduce. So what the heck is the nun for? What's the nun for? Yeah, nun or will negates. Oh, the will might be if it's one of the higher things. Yeah, the 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 will is for the killed, I think. Yeah, will is only for killed. Or no, 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 sorry. Sorry, sorry, sorry. The save is for whatever the condition is. So if they're equal to me, then they're not deafened. If they are under one gotcha. caster level from me, it'll reduce the stagger effect to 1d4 rounds instead of 2d4 rounds. So I guess cool. it depends on what their level is. Uh, go ahead and give me a perception check. Okay. Oh my god, if these guys are lawful. So with a 24, you cast this spell. It seems to have literally no effect whatsoever on these creatures. Great. Oh. Thanks, buddy. Well, don't throw y'all's will saves up. Maybe you'll pass. Who knows? I, I threw it up. You seem to have found a, a key component to their alignment, though. Yeah. They're lawful. That's weird. Well, they're probably guarding something, maybe. Oh, and that is a level six spell, so it is a 20 DC. So you both pass. So it negates. So it didn't affect you. So that's your turn. Well, that was useless. Did nothing. Yeah. Nice. I will have to remember that in the future, that you two are not lawful. Why do Karen and I tolerate you? I tell you. Bunch of That's bunch of rogues. Brings us to Jessup. Jessup, you're bleeding, right? I think you're bleeding. No. You take eight points of bleed damage. Oh, darn it. Ah, I'm bleeding, for those who care to know. Let's see what to do here. Orin kind of messed up the plans. Is it because I moved five feet? He did. I'm sorry. You could move five feet. You non-lawful rogue. Oh, I guess first off, let's start with a knowledge check. Yeah, that'll and be a knowledge Jessup, nature. Jessup's going to use a nat 20 because I'm scared. Uh, so that puts me to a 36. All right. So with a 36, you do identify these creatures and you get two pieces of information about them. Jessup, now that you... Actually, you can't even... You still can't see them. You can sense them. You can't okay, visually see them. Okay, then? Or no? Um, I will allow it, like, based off of, like, the general shape, maybe. But I'm going to reduce it to one piece of information. Because, again, you can't visually see them, so it should be a bit Can harder. I use pieces of information to note that they're lawful? What I would say is, like, you're judging from the shape, the way that they're attacking and all of that stuff... You think that what you're fighting are known as Anko, and they are cloaked by wings of darkness and horrific skeleton, like alien appearances that seem to be burning from within. You know that they are, uh, assuming that what you think they are is correct, they are lawful evil large fey with the extra planar subtype. And you can get one piece of information about what these creatures are, like what they can do. I guess, can you give me like uh, immunities? They uh, don't have any, like, immunities, but they do have DR-10 Cold Iron as Fey. So they're... they're uh, any magic does everything to them. Yeah, presumably, yeah. Okay. Uh, just for kind of shout that out and be like, Karen, it, you could... It, spells work! If you could see! Jessup will... Oh... Poopsicles. To do what to do. Jessup's gonna help. He's probably gonna try to heal himself because he's not feeling good. So I'm going to do a Cure Serious Wounds defensively, so I guess I'll roll... DC 21. Good to go. Okay. 
That's too high. You're adding... Yeah, I'm adding a bunch of stuff there, but... Plus um, three. So the four, everything except for the miscellaneous plus three is fine. Okay, so, so 28 is still not sh- too shabby. And then that removes the bleed, correct, until I get it again next round? Yeah, that'll... Yep, so... And then just a... He's actually going to drop performance, so it will linger for two rounds, and then he will five-foot step back. Okay. That'll be my turn. That brings us to the Anko. The Anko is going to... This one is going to fly to be over behind Orin. Um, So, like, it's going to be moving, like, around. So it will provoke from Kieran... Okay, I will take it with mine glaive 33. Okay. And 80 and 96. So okay. f- fail? Oh no, make it. No, 1 to 50 is a fail. Ah, I make it. Okay. So 20 damage, 15 slashing, 5 acid. Okay. Um, so it's going to move over behind Orin and take one attack. Oh, I'm blinded again. Hang on. Oh, yeah. Make sure that's on there. So we're going to do one of the claws. That's going to miss with a 22. Oh, yeah. I assume. Yeah, that misses. The other one's going to five foot step and full attack Kieran. That's a miss. That's a 28. That's a miss. 24 and a 27. So do the 27 and the 28 hit. Yes. Okay. So you take 10 points of damage from the claw, and you take 7 points of damage from the one of its wings. And that's that one, so the other one's going to full attack Gideon. Basically, I'm looking for a... Are you still blinded, Gideon? Uh, no, because I have blind fight. Well, I am blinded, but I don't suffer the penalties. Okay, okay so uh, 31 will miss then. It would have missed miss. anyway. Miss... Miss. Okay, so all those will miss, and then against Jessup, uh, 26. It's a miss, right? 27 is your AC? Yeah. Correct. Uh, that's lower. Natural 20 on the tail slap. Man, to confirm, he's mean. Natural 1. I can't count how many times I've natural 1 to <laughs> confirmation. Uh, first wing is a 20, which will miss, and then a 28, which will hit and does not threaten. So, the tail slap did crit. No, it did not crit, but it, it hit you. So seven points of damage from that. And then the wing hits you for five points of damage. That's all of their turns. That brings us to Kieran. Okay. I had a, an idea and now I, I can't do my idea. Um, I could do my idea. I could provoke. Oh, what's my bleed damage? Oh, that is right. Pretty good. Nine points of bleed damage. Okay. Kieran's going to provoke to move here. Okay. That is a 32 to hit. Yep, that'll hit. So the claw will deal another 12 points of damage to you. Okay. And then I will cast a lightning bolt at the two here and here. Here. Okay. Yep, that one's just within range of blind sense, so you know where he is. So... Lightning bolt! DC 18 reflex. I imagine they're probably pretty dexterous. Ooh, plus 18 reflex. Oh, well, 
So well, 28 and a uh, 32. So yeah, they both. Uh, barring no elemental resistances or immunities, they will potentially take 26 points of electricity damage. Okay. Uh, this one disappears. Oh, that's that's fortuitous. All right, that's my turn. Okay. Brings us to Gideon. All right. He's going to full round attack the dark space in front of him. Okay. Do we have haste? No. Okay. Same two weapon fighting then. Why do you make me feel bad? I'm not making you feel bad. I was just asking. Why are you healing yourself before you cast haste? It's the bard's job to take damage and then cast haste. They all miss. Cool. I love it. That brings us to Orin. Hey, that's me. I'm still bleeding, by the way. Oh, yes. Let me do that for you. Let me do that for you. Oh, you got uh, lucky. Only six points bleed. What's the rules with channel and excluding? I can exclude up to my modifier. Up to your charisma modifier, yes. Okay. But I think you... Did did you get a ring that increased that by one or no? No. I have a a malleable symbol, so I can change how it's shaped. Up to your charisma modifier, you can exclude. Is the radius for the normal channel 30 feet, right? Yeah. So if you five-stepped to this square... You'd only have to exclude two creatures, technically. Right. Just because I could get Gideon and... Yeah, you could get everybody except for the one down here. And as long as you could exclude the two of them, it would be... That's your, That's one option. I'd be able to exclude him. Yeah. Yeah, because he'd be out of your range. Yeah, we'll do that, and then I'll just do a burst channel. Like a normal burst channel. Let's go ahead and roll your channel, and everybody can uh, heal up a little bit. Wow, that's... That's average, middle of the road. Little on the low side. I don't, I don't think you know what average is. <laughs> close, close enough. <laughs> That's a lot of ones for average. Come on, it's close enough. I'll take it. I'll take it. Appreciate it. I mean, if you don't want it, <laughs> you're gonna. Yeah. Orn roll sense motive. Realize that Jess has scoffed, and now he will be selected for both the channels. I actually heal the one that's in front of Jess. I don't screw you, Jess. I didn't even hit that one. Jokes on you. Everybody heals nineteen. That's my, that's my turn. Yeah. That brings us to Jessup. All right. Jessup uh, will keep performance maintained or, or lingering. Sorry. Um, and all right. Jessup will, I believe, five foot step here. Does that work with haste with me with uh, echolocation? What? Because I think, well, I just want to make sure because I, I can use haste because I have to see them, but I'm just making sure echolocation works before I cast it. Oh, you mean to target your allies. Oh, yeah, that's fine. Okay, I just want to make sure. Yeah, I don't want to cast it and look like an idiot, so. I was like, how does haste interact with echolocation? No, I just want to make sure that echolocation constitutes me being able to, quote, see my allies. Yeah, you can target them. You Like, you have blind sight, so you know where they are. You just can't visually see them. So haste it is. So, Jessup cast haste. Everybody's going to get that. And move action. So I five-foot stepped... Probably should have moved more. Whatever. Because that's everything I can really do. I don't have a move action equivalent that I can think of, so I shall pass. Okay. That brings us to the Onco. We're going to do something fun this round. Fun for me, at least. Uh, this Onco is going to f- fly over here, which will provoke from... Blind Fight lets you do no. attacks of opportunity. No, okay, so he just moves over there. Actually, he moves over here. And... Let's have some fun. The Anko up here next to Orin 
reaches out its hand, and in this deepest of darkness, you guys can't see anything. Well, I guess some of you can see some things. Nothing color, though. For a brief moment, the world around you explodes into a rainbow of multicolored beams of light. And how about everybody roll me a d8? I don't like that. We got a one, we got a five, we got a six. We're all going to go different places. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so let's do this. Let's do this one at a time here. Taste the rainbow. Gideon, you rolled a one. This is either good or bad. Give me a reflex save. Oh, no. (laughs) (laughs) All right. You take 10 points of fire damage. Okay. Let's see. Jessup. Oh, that's it. Okay. I was waiting for the and. (laughs) Jessup, you rolled a five. That is correct. Okay. <laughs> I don't like that sound. That's a good sound. I wrote the highest. I don't like this. Give me... Oh, no. Yours is actually worse, technically, isn't it? Uh, okay, yeah. So we'll, we'll, we'll get there. Give me a fortitude save, Jessup. You're oh, gonna that it. is my worst save. You're going to love it. It's no, gonna I be, won't. You're going to be so happy. Ha! Ah, 23. Oh, no. Oh, boy. I mean, that's not bad for Jessup, because I only have an you 8. You are but... going to be really happy. Jessup, your body begins to grow stiff in a sickeningly familiar way as you were affected by flesh to stone. (laughs) No! I got got hero off jokes on you, DM. Oh, crap. At least he didn't cast haste before he, you know, was turned to stone. Justin, this one's even better. But you... This is probably the only time where you get a, a good save for it. So give me a will save. You rolled a six. It's a spell or spell-like ability? This is a spell-like ability. So plus two to this. 36. 38. Uh, 38, you are able to shrug off this effect. And finally, we've got <laughs> Kieran. You rolled okay. a four. All right, so I have a feeling I know which one this is, and it's super ironic. It's so ironic for Kieran. Oh, so ironic it's a fortitude save isn't it i assume it has to be a fortitude save yeah 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 i think this is probably so do we know if gideon passed surely i can't be reading this right no it's true jason you're reading it right Surely that no, can't you're be reading the case. it right. It's a 50 this is 50 way shot for worse me. than the past two. Yeah, this is yeah. a natural one. I die. Oh my god, <laughs> oh, no! No! just up saving finale, real quick. Oh, I wait can't. A I, he's yeah, yep. It's yeah. a poison effect of prism- prismatic spray. So, of course, with poison, Kieran. It, the, the instant effect is death. What? Yeah, so so basically this is what happened. No. Gideon, you got hit by the red beam of prismatic spray, which does 20 points of fire damage, reflex half. Jessup got hit by the blue beam, which is flesh to stone, fortitude negates. Oren got hit by the indigo beam, which is insanity, will negates. And uh, Kieran got hit by the green beam, which is poison, frequency once per round for six rounds. Initial effect is death. Secondary effect is one con per round. <laughs> and I think effect. I still take the one con. Is it damage, I think? I mean, you're yeah. dead, do you? Yeah, but if they if they bring me back, like I still come back with 
Con I mean, we got true. two blind people fighting with one turn, just turnstone, one died. So I don't know if death means like my hit points go to my negative con, and then from there, like I could just go further into the negative. A wonderful question. <laughs> Let's just assume. I think that. you just have the condition dead. A heal spell would bring you back. <laughs> I don't know if it would. Well, that's what I'm trying to think. Is like I'm trying to think which spells would work. This. Yeah. Are you like are you dead or are you just like like you're actually dead, not yeah. knocked unconscious. Like you're full on dead. Death. Death is a condition. So. Yeah. Full on dead. Huh. Wow. So I have to use either breath of life or resurrection to bring it back. This is this is hilarious. Okay, this is hilarious. Somebody put a Reddit post up. Funny enough, Jason Bullman said they would look into it back in 2011. We're still waiting for an answer. Uh, and then he posted a, a form post that Jason Bullman, director of game design, wrote, That is a bit odd. I am going to look into that and get back to you. I have a suspicion that the effect of that ray will need to change. Looks like it was left over from an earlier version of the poison mechanics. And that is it. <laughs> And that's all she wrote. <laughs> Thank you, Jason Bowman, for getting back to us ten years ago. I feel like surely there's more to it than this. I mean, the GM could could always be nice and you know have that um, Jessup's uh, effect took place after uh, Kieran's effect. <laughs> I was lingering anyway. I can't. Oh, you were lingering anyway. Never mind doesn't matter yeah so i'm going to say that you're just reduced to your negative con yeah whatever your negative con is and we'll go from there which means potentially certain spells could uh bring you back but breath of life and others but she would still he would still take the constitution damage yeah you'll still be taking the constitution damage but um because if it drops to zero that's really bad yeah, so moving on. Uh, Kieran's dead, so we're going to skip his turn for now. Gideon. But do I have to take the con stuff on my turn? Yeah, why would you take a, yeah, why would you take a con damage if it goes to your negative con? And That's just you? his hit points. This is actual con damage, which would further lower his hit points, making it harder to bring him back. So roll me another fortitude save against this poison. Uh, 18. Okay, uh, you do take one con damage. Okay question how long does antitoxin last did you have that no (laughs) (laughs) so uh gideon it is your turn you saw a brilliant flash of light and uh oh i did yeah i'm through the deeper darkness i'm flavoring it that way because it's a seventh level spell it doesn't have the light descriptor so technically speaking it wouldn't but i think it sounds cooler if you're in deeper darkness and then there's like a burst of blinding prismatic light i think it's cooler that way so that's why oh yeah and i'm gonna technically use that flavor to totally cheese a five foot step <laughs> go I mean, okay okay cool <laughs> <It's> fair <laughs> all right fair i mean you'd have a perception check enough to probably figure that out anyways but yeah i would and i'll uh, i'll attack into that square now hasted the 31 and the 35 will hit unfortunately the 31 does no damage and the 35 does no damage. No damage? Yeah, those were both with the mace, right? So yeah, that's uh, that's going to be a zero damage from you, my friend. Because it's plus one, yeah. All right, sounds like it's shield bashing time. <laughs> that's, that's my new, my new only weapon. <laughs> that brings us to Oren. 
you're totally blind, correct? Uh-huh. Okay. But did he get to see with the beams of light that Karen went down? Roll me a spellcraft. Okay. 26. So you're able to identify that as a prismatic spray. You know that it was a prismatic spray. You're aware of the multitude of effects that it could happen. You don't know which ray hit whom, but for all you know, like your allies could be anything from dead, petrified, taking a lot of damage to be on another plane. You don't know. (laughs) Could be on another plane. So I guess I'll use the last instance of my ring. Okay. You are able to determine that uh, there are three Anko all in a line. Jessup is made of stone. Kieran seems to be on the ground, unconscious, possibly dead. His skin is a sickly pale green. Uh, Gideon looks perfectly fine. He's never been better. All right. So in theory, I think I'll provoke, but could I move and then cast Breath of Life on Kieran? Okay. That's what we'll do. You move over there. It does not provoke. Oh, okay. And then I'll cast Breath of Life on Kieran. Roll your healing. See if it's enough. It definitely will be, but... 35. That's a pretty good roll. All right. And if I am not mistaken, Breath of Life does give one temporary negative level. Or permanent negative level. Yeah, temporary negative level that lasts for one day. Okay. Yes, it's a temp. Yeah. So, Kieran, you do have one temporary negative level and one constitution damage, which doesn't really do anything at the moment, but you're you're, uh, Breath of Life. That is Oren's turn. Top of the round, we go to Jessup. Oh, wait. Skipping over Jessup. Ruthless. Ruthless. That is so mean. We come to the Anko, and I'm not going to be the worst person ever. I feel like I could be, but I'm not going to. Because surely these guys can't also do it, right? Like, if... Oh, that'd be messed up. Like, that they can all do it again and again and again. Like, yeah, do this, it. This, this became a much more complicated. Yeah, do I, I want to say they can. Yes. Yeah, go for it. Why not? Do it. <laughs> this one here, who's out of everybody's range, is going to cast another prismatic spray. But uh, uh, since one of you is petrified, you don't have to worry about it because you're, you know, petrified. Oh, just see, I want to see what I would have gotten. Ah. Three. Three? Interesting. Oh, now I could be petrified, except I have an amulet of proof against petrification. (laughs) Whoa, talk about prepared. Right? Oh. Oh, yeah. Shoot. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, Oh, no. (laughs) All right. So we've got two. Oh, my goodness. Uh, Jessup, good thing that you uh, don't have to worry about this because this was the high that you rolled the highest damaging spell. But, um, Two of you rolled fives, so I need the two of you to roll fortitude saves. It's fortitude for this one? It is a fortitude save. So I really do have a proof against petrification if it is petrification. I don't know what that does. I don't remember what it does because it's never come up. Well, if you succeed, you won't have to worry about it. So Gideon, you succeeded, so you're good. Don't worry about it. You're fine. It's a fort, so plus two, 22. 22, yeah, you're going to need that... uh proof of against petrification i am staggered for 1d6 rounds yes but you are not petrified roll a one baby do you want me to roll or do you want to roll i'll roll it okay why not okay wow Eh, would have been less if i'd rolled it guys yeah i think i'm gonna be bamfing out of here guys so so kieran rolled a a seven 
guys. I don't know where I'm going. So he got hit by but... the violet ray. You can't so leave the forest. I need a will save. Oh no, guys. <laughs> 28. Oh, AK. 28. You are not sent to another plane. I was oh, like only with a natural 18 because with my negative level, I also take a minus one. So I had a plus 10 will save. Oh no, you could have gotten on way better than a natural 18. It's not that high, Vanessa. No, but I'm just saying, like, my odds were not great. Like, my fortitude save is higher, and I failed that. Oh, really? That I thought your will was your highest, so I felt confident about this. My base will is higher, but my con is a four versus my wisdom, which is a zero. Um, so my fortitude is higher. That's right. Uh, well, this one's going to full attack Gideon. He'll save his thing for another round. Uh, so that's gonna... I have to roll a natural 20 to hit you anyway, so I'm just gonna roll a bunch of times to see if I roll a natural 20 on any of these, and I don't think I'm going to. Nope. This one is going to move up and make one attack against Orin. Natural one's gonna miss. Kieran, it's your turn. You're not on another plane, and I need a fortitude save against poison, but other than that... 17. Okay, so you do take another con uh, damage, which will actually cause the modifier to... So I go unconscious again. Why is my question? Because don't I lose my hit dice and current hit points? Yes, but why are you that low? Because I was at 12. My negative but level... why were you at 12? Because I was at minus 18. Yes. I took 35 or something. Yes. Yes, yeah, so that should have brought you to 17. Yeah, but then when I, my negative level, I lost five hit points. Um... And then with that, yeah. with that con going down, I'm now at minus two. I forgot that the negative level dropped you by five. I was like, you're at 17, so you should still be at three hit points. Um, yeah, nope. But, uh, no, that is um, correct. Back so down. You, you do go unconscious. Gideon, you're up, buddy. <laughs> this isn't the best. It could be worse. We're going to, instead of two-weapon fighting, we're going to go ahead and... Uh, can I two-hand a heavy steel shield? Is that possible? I, is, I mean, there's technically no reason not. You just have to drop your uh, mace. Yeah, he's going to drop Enduring Bloom and take up the heavy steel shield and just wail on him with that thing, baby. Yep. You don't get two-weapon fighting anymore, but you can full attack with it. So uh, I can full attack with it, and I've got haste. So, so you can make a bunch of attacks with your shield. <laughs> The the end goal for Gideon, by the way, is for him to be a dual-shielded fighter at level 20. 32 will hit, 22 will miss, 38 will hit. Okay, and so now I need to roll my miss chances, yeah? Uh, that is correct, but you get to roll twice because you got the fighting yep, so, blindness. So we'll do two for the first. So, so I get you're it. You're good. One of those was above 50. Yep, and then two for the second. Misses. And those were both 43. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so one of those does hit. 11 points of damage. I don't think that one take, took damage yet, has it? Because that was going up against Jessup. I don't think Jessup managed to hit that yet. Correct? That's, that's correct, yeah. Okay. Yeah, that one's still up. That brings us to Oren. Oren, you you know that Kieran came up and he was good, um, but you can see that the sickly green pale sickness in his skin is growing fiercer and he goes unconscious again. Can he even see? Oh, that's right. You hear him collapse next to you. 
I'm gonna channel. Alright. Because I can't kill this thing, basically, because I can't see it. Do you, question, do you channel in a radius or do you do a directed channel? Because I don't think you can see this thing to not target it. Do you, you do, I assume you have to see it to, to exclude it? That's a good question. I don't know. I mean, we, listen, we don't we don't have to get that technical. I can just turn around and literally do a 30-foot cone the opposite Yeah, that's what I was curious towards, about. Towards him. Yeah, I could just do that, and it would be fine. So, But I am curious to know in the future, do I have to see it in order it, to be it, able to this, The feat it? says target, so I believe so, yeah. Okay. Oh, my gosh. Wow. What 15. a terrible roll. Four ones? Really? So two threes. I mean, yeah, that two was just, threes. That's just oh bad. my gosh! That and you do get bad. thirteen hit points, though. So that's good, you know. It's cool. Thirteen. Seven. Uh, Fifteen. You're at thirteen. Sorry, wrong numbers in my head. <laughs> you can uh, uh, move. Uh, no, I'm good. I'm good, fam. I'm gonna stay where I'm at. Well, brings we're us doing to, okay. Uh, yeah, it's going swimmingly. Mister Statue, skipping over Mister Statue to the Anko again. This one's gonna full attack. This one, mm. so if he five foot steps, oh, he'll have to move in order to get it so that the cone can get all of you again. Uh, so he's gonna move, which will provoke <laughs> from Gideon. My Fitbit has informed me that I am stressed. <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> Funny, I'm, mine says I'm resting, I'm so low. <laughs> Sarah's like, I'm low-key okay with dying. Not a care in the world. (laughs) It's definitely not great. I don't have one of those because it would probably tell me I'm having a heart attack every minute. (laughs) I can't believe he got petrified again. (laughs) You know, you know, I got echolocation. I was like, ha-ha, I can't be blinded. And then I just don't anyway. I didn't even see it coming in this forest. Like, didn't expect it. It's not what I was planning for. Actually? Never mind. I've been reading through this text. There's, I have a whole paragraph. I've been trying to get confirmation on whether they can or cannot do this. Um, I don't think they can, actually. Oh, okay. It's do nested what? in the least findable place in this paragraph, but it does say cannot use the spell like abilities except for, uh, and then it lists them off, and it does not list prismatic spray. So I think, actually, we're good. So the last time, the only thing that happened was nothing, actually, because you all passed. So we don't have to retcon that necessarily. He just wasted his turn, technically. Uh, This one can't do it, I guess. So in that case, they'll all just full attack. So the first one could, but the others can't? The first one could, the other ones cannot. They're copies. We know that for metagame, but we don't know that in-game. I didn't know that. Oh, well, I knew that metagame. (laughs) <laughs> Fair. That is a 31 and a 28 against Orin. Do either of those hit? Uh, I think the 31 does. Yeah, 31 does. Okay, so you take 10 points of damage, but that's all that one can do. Um, one of them had to move up to Gideon and misses. The other one full attacks Gideon, but it's probably going to miss because they uh, have to roll the potential 20. What do you Gideon, say? Gideon, I need you to take the five of that for me there, bud. Oh, yeah, sure. So it's the Anko's turns. Uh, Kieran, you are going to give me a fortitude save, but you are conscious. Fortitude. 14. Okay, you take one more con damage, but again, that's not that's not enough to have you go down. <laughs> Next turn, I'll go down. Yeah, so, if you don't do something about your health, yes. 
Well, another I'm, channel. I'm gonna fire off a dragon's breath spell at the one right next to Orin. So that's a reflex yep. save, DC 19, which he'll most likely pass. Natural one, actually. Oh. Which would actually it would give it a 19, but um. I think it still fails on a natural one. No, right? yeah, it still fails on a natural one, but technically it hit the DC. Which okay. Is, you know, still fails. Well, it's 38 points of acid damage. Okay. Hopefully it's not immune to acid, because that would be sad. I mean, you can't see it, but like you can hear it screech out and whatnot. It doesn't. It seems like you know it. It, it happened. So. Okay, and then I'm going to quickened magic missile at it. So another can fourteen. You I target it. I have blind, blind sense. sense. Because blind sense gives you a general direction. Can you still target with just that? I don't see why not. Uh, I don't think you can. Don't worry about it. Just take it back. It's not worth. It's not worth it. So just. I believe. Yeah. Blind sight. You can basically see the creature. Blind sense. You know where it is, but you can't target it with target spells. You just know the square. So if magic missile lets you just target a square, then you're fine. But if you have to actually target the creature, then no. No, it's fine. Just take it back. I'll just. That'll be my turn then. Okay. Gideon. There's two of them there. Yeah. I'll just do the one that flew up to him. Okay. And yeah, he's just gonna beat on it with the heavy steel shield. Just brown, brown, brown. Okay. I knew I built this character for a reason. Bam, bam, bam. Yeah, the reason was that you'd miss most of your attacks. The 32 will hit. <laughs> Thanks. Thanks, DM. <laughs> Thanks. 14 points of damage will actually put that one down. Nice. Let's go. Beast mode engage. We still haven't killed the real one? Nope. <laughs> no, you you guys are doing great up there. You guys are doing just fine. Don't worry. Don't worry. I got Jessup. He's fine. Don't you worry. Oren, <laughs> it is your turn. He's not going anywhere. <laughs> yeah, he's he's fine with me. I hate <laughs> all you. <laughs> I guess we will channel again uh, so that Karen hopefully doesn't die when he fails his next fortitude save. Uh, running out of channels. It's going to be a rough day tomorrow. Roll more than 19. There, <laughs> there we go. There you go. Opposite. Opposites. There That's we go. That's what we're looking for. 35. Old. Do what? I still get the heal even with me? Uh, no, because it's pointed only at Kieran. Oh, yeah. He's, he has to do that to avoid the other guys. Yeah. So that brings us to Mr. Skip. Anko. They're going to both full attack because this guy can only do... Prismatic spray once per day in Circle of Death. You're all too high a level to die from that. So, so let's say 32 to hit. It's a miss. It's a miss. It's a miss. It's a miss. So does the 32 hit? Yes. Okay, you take nine. Well, you take five damage and Gideon takes four. Okay. Yeah, you're going to be the only reason I die here. Or <laughs> 33 against Gideon? No. Uh, so none of those hits. Brings us to Karen. Uh, fortitude save, if you please. Come on, Karen. Fortitude save. This. Twelve. Natural one. Wow. My God. I just poison can't. is actually <laughs> your bane. Yeah. <sighs> um. So you take another con damage, which drops your HP, but you're still alive, so you can do your turn if you'd like to. I mean, you don't have to, but it's up to you. Okay, I will do my 
breath weapon attack. It's okay. my spell-like ability. So I'll do one of those. That is a DC 22. Yeah, this time it did not roll a natural one, so that's pass. All right, 47 divided by two is what, 23? 23 right. electricity. That, anything else you want to nope. stand up? You've told me I can't do anything else, so I'm just going to keep laying down. You can move action to stand up if you want. I'm probably just going to go back down so it's it's closer to the ground to just stay on the ground. Okay, moving on to Gideon. Well, you know, I'll just keep attacking. You're going to try. Just the first one. I don't know why it's double clicking. Just the so first the 35 one. will hit, the 18 will miss, and then you have a hasted attack. However, the 11 damage is actually enough to put that one down. I got to roll. Oh, that's right. You might not put it down. You don't. What a loser. He's back. He's back, baby. I, 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 I'm pretty proud of the of the uh, the blind fight, but man, I did not get as much mileage out of it as I was open for. That brings us to Oren. This is going swimmingly, guys. I'm having a great time. I just feel bad for Kieran. Not Jessup. And Jet. And Jessup. Oh, guys. <laughs> okay. Uh, oh, you got your haze, so nobody needs the Jessup. Hope you guys even spot curse turned off. Yeah, you guys oh, would yeah. have won by now if you had that. Oh, yeah, I gotta turn that off. That's done lingering. Isn't oh, it? you. Are you serious? It was done lingering like three rounds ago. Cheater. Yeah. I should bring the other one back. Yeah, go for it. It's fine. What you doing, Oren? You gonna cast Dictum again? Yeah, I'm gonna cast Dictum again. Yeah. <laughs> I can swing at the thing in front of me, right? Like, because I know it's there. Yeah, yeah, you can. It'll be 50% mischance, but yeah. Yeah, and reduce damage. Okay, well, let's see what happens. Why not? We have haste now, yes? Yes. And you have a destruction invocation. Oh, well, let me turn that on. Forgot about that. Hiya! Those, the first two might hit, so roll a 50% mischance on both of those. Come on, higher than 50. Nope. No. Neither. Okay, that's my turn. Okay, moving on to the Anko. Let's just get these attacks out of the way. 31, does that hit? 31 and 33, do either of those hit Orin? Yes, both. Okay, all the others miss. They hit a lot on the ones that don't do bleed damage. That's 10 damage and 12 damage. So, 5 and 6. So you both take 11, basically. Um, take 11. Yep, and against Gideon... Nope. So, that's, so Karen, you're up again. Uh, fortitude save. Okay. Have you taken four total con damage? Yeah, this is my fifth. Okay. Yeah, the poison only lasts for six rounds, so this is the last of the poison. But, um, oh, you took good. all five of the con damage from it. Nice. Perfect. It's your turn. I will do a lightning bolt. Cool. Do it. So, potentially 25 oh, yeah. electricity damage. Come on, uh, that one. That's a 30 to save. 25. So... You 25? Okay. Good. He's got one HP. He's trucking. This is crap. He's got not a lot, that's for sure. Can I? Oh, no, I probably can't. Five foot crawl. Uh, I think it's a full round action to crawl. Oh, okay. Gideon. Those will miss. That'll miss. Oren. <laughs> <laughs> Guess I'll swing for the fences again. Come on, big numbers. One potential hit. So just one. So just roll 1d100. 1 to 50 is a miss. 
94 that will hit 17 you're not doing any special cold iron damage so nope. 10 of that will be reduced but that is actually enough to put it down yes die <laughs> yes and, and when the mothership is, dies the shadows die if the true Anko is slain is rendered unconscious or is ever more than 120 feet away from a shadow double duplicates instantly vanish nice the however because it was trope. killed before it could dismiss the deeper darkness the deeper darkness will remain for the next 149 minutes <laughs> and that is where we will end off this session